No, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> with serious conversation about ghosts. Yes! So then when we're dead, we we'll can be have like, this conversation. We'll be up there with all the other ghosts and we'll be like, yeah, guys, 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 we did a podcast about this. It's going to be so funny. And we go to grab, like, our phones, but we've got ghost hands. I mean, if you want to talk about ghosts, look at our listener base. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Your opinions, your voice. Welcome to the verdict, only on IPL Radio. Was that the extended intro? That was the premium oh, wow. intro. That's right. That's what you get for... Um, well, we we were away for an extended period of time. Exactly, it's called it's called it's called a treat. Mm. Welcome back to the verdict. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like the energy. I need to make sure which mic I'm using. Okay, so not that one. Cool, um, wonderful. Uh, look, yeah, we were we were away last week, but that's fine. Oh, your mic's not on. Which one are you? There we go. That this one. I oh, know. Start speaking. My Am mic. I on this one? You're on that one. Okay, cool. First, Shall we started again. <laughs> no, that's fine. Look. We we need to be we need to be honest with with well, our we with need our to be honest with our viewers. Yeah, yeah, we we can't we can't pretend that something we're not. Exactly, we need we need to show that you know yes. <laughs> we're not we're not these these fine skills skilled people. And They're speaking of being honest, we just surpassed Joe Rogan in views. Oh yeah, I can't I can't believe that. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, I don't know why we didn't make a bigger deal of it earlier. No, but we're very humble, we salt of the earth type people. Yeah, exactly. You know, number one spot um, podcast on Spotify. Um, so yeah, that's that's always pretty good. Yeah. Um, what about so what, what what were you doing whilst, whilst I moved out? Big stuff, big stuff. And now <laughs> I will probably be following your car back home <laughs> yeah. in that direction. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna see me crash, and then yeah. you're like, oh, all right. Because I saw you're you're like 20 minutes further from my suburb. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like half the distance closer to the city than I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wonderful. Um. All right. Well, look. Big things happened in the week that we had off. We um, had a success. A question of the week. Oh, okay, we're gonna jump into that now. Are we? I, I was gonna. Is talk- that the beginning of the show? I was. To- yeah, but I was gonna talk about like your work. Wh- well, no, I was gonna <laughs> talk about the um, Australia Day event that we ran. Oh, that Australia Day event. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so um, last Thursday, uh, we ran a Twilight Market event with Bindi Bindi Dreaming, uh, uh, who's run by one of our presenters here, Marissa. And it was a very, very cool event. I very much liked it. Uh, we we managed to get something thrown together like that in six weeks with minimal preparation. And we pulled it off. I think we pulled it off. We got some really cool photos. So check out the uh, the Facebook, uh, in, the Inspire Facebook for that one because we got some cool photos up there. And uh, we had a really good... Um, Ali had a really good interview with some of the elders that we spoke to. Uh, very uh, touching stuff. But yeah, all right. Let, let, let's let's jump to the question of the week. So this question of the week, this week's question of the week, uh, was uh, Last of Us based because uh, you and I have both been watching. I haven't seen the latest episode. Okay. I'm two episodes in, so I am a, I'm I'm, a, I'm behind. But that's fine. Um, so, um, oh gosh. I didn't have it up. I'm so sorry, Michael. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Uh, there we go. So uh, the question of the week was, uh, do you like the changes made to The Last of Us show? So these are the changes that they've made from the 
the games. Uh, there are a few very big ones, and I know there's a few smaller ones as well. Um, so 80% of the votes came in as yes, they did enjoy the change, and 20% came in at no. Um, so, Michael, uh, okay, you've you've played the game or seen the playthrough? I've seen the playthrough, and I played about half of the game. Gotcha. So in terms of where we're up to now, we're, fa- we're fairly early on in the gameplay, right? Um... No, it's going pretty fast. Oh, okay, okay. So, obviously, I think the biggest change is the cha- movement from spores to tendrils, right? That's correct. I, I know we discussed that change uh, before the show came out, and you're unsure, you know, how that would um, affect the um, continuity and uh, and the show. Yeah. So, so now that you've seen it in action, now that we've seen, especially um, episode two, where we got to see some of that really take place and how that works in the outside the quarantine zone what what are your thoughts on on that change the i understand it's f- like uh they're trying to make it more like fungus orientated but um a main point of the games was the spores and that's what makes it a unique infection and how you can get infected simply through breathing in the spores mm. um in the games there was an enemy which literally throws spores at you that damages you if you breathe it in yeah but if they remove the concept of spores and relegate it to just getting bitten Fair enough. You see the tendrils from their mouth. Well, it's not just getting bitten. What else is it? Oh, through the ingestion of uh, the corn syrup yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's so just like uh, how the mutants thing in Logan, like how they dissolved all the mutants. And yeah. yeah. It's always corn. It's always corn syrup. <laughs> um, it's always corn syrup. So um, only Americans are going to get affected. I thought it was unique, but it made the zombies more like a hive mind type of thing, like World War Z. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So, um, I, I, I saw some some stuff that came out from the creators and they said one of the other reasons why they made the change so obviously the, the gas the gas mask the gas mask was like a big thing they wanted to show the actors that they the hired expressions and yeah. stuff like that but they also said spores for them to be alive still for them to like um have these quarantine zones uh that wouldn't exist in our world with spores because spores just get carried on the wind that's actually and fair i mean it, they, they they infect everything um especially when you've got these very large fungal creatures doing that so they said the tendrils were a way to sort of mitigating mitigate that that spread but um from what i've seen i think like I, again i haven't played the game so i don't know how how it's how it's as different but i think the way that they did the hive mind thing i very much like that because it makes it seem like it's not like an individual threat it's a threat against an organism and makes it feel i but that's seen a lot of times before especially with um you know in avengers how thanos's faceless army they all hive mind and you destroy the shores and then they just all die yeah but i mean i I think we see it less than we think we do because in world war z they're not a hive mind they're just animalistic, so that they. Um, even what's it called? Uh, All of us are dead. That um, Korean drama thing on Netflix. I've not seen that one yet. Okay, it's like that. How the zombies are just running in hordes and climbing and clawing over each other to get to you, like a giant wave type of. But but that's not hive mind. That's just animalistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but they all have the single target thing, and um, I don't know. Uh, th- but, but but I mean, th- that's how zombies work, though. I think that's we, true. We, but they, like all, of z- I think all zombie media does that. But in the Last of Us case, they are a hive mind. You step yeah. over some of them, they 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 burrow themselves into the ground, and then they all feel. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, yes, yeah, sir. They the fungal veins are spread across the city or the place. So yeah, if you if you impact something over here, they can send that message thing. And it's not, it's not like it's not like a hive mind. It's like a physical 
It's a physical. I'm just um, surprised how scarcely used the zombies are in this adaptation so far. Yeah, um, they they have you know two clickers that they show. Yeah, in the game you're fighting them all the time. Obviously prosthetics and you know if they get swarmed by a bunch of runners they'll just end the show. Yeah, um, and uh, people were saying that. The, 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 the gun which Joel has you only get access to that at the end of the game gotcha so the, the fact that, that he has it really the early the one that he took from the guard yeah yeah the fact that he has it really early you know I, I'm just thinking of it as a multiversal adaptation of the Last yeah, of Us franchise yeah. it doesn't have to be to a T mm. but um, yeah I prefer the game yeah, I was about to ask which one you prefer. Um, I, I, I think the way it is now, as, as a newcomer with fresh eyes, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, the world building is quite good the way that they kind of like just put it out there and it's not spoon-fed to you as well. Did you notice in the, in the first or the second episode when they're walking through the city, the green screen, I, I just felt the green screen was very noticeable. In some some parts, scenes, yeah. Especially with the ruined buildings and stuff, it felt like they were just walking through... But actually, that, those are the parts where I thought, wow, I like the way that they've done this, where they've blended the physical and the uh, digital. Because obviously, they've got like their soundstage and they put like. But it just felt very boxy. You could really tell that yeah. this was a set, like a theater I, adaptation. I definitely felt that when they were on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, again, this was. A COVID. Yeah, which is really sucking. The, for, the, like, for the past year, year to two years, and then for the next three years, I think, we're going to have like. Co- I, mean, I call them COVID movies because you can tell there are limitations in place because of COVID. Like I've seen interviews with Bella Ramsey and she said, oh yeah, I, you know, I met Pedro on set because we couldn't see each other before that because of COVID. And it just kind of reminds you like uh, movie sets and stuff, they are heavily restricted. TV sets, they're heavily restricted. You'll see them and they're still, you know, especially in America, they're definitely all wearing masks. So they've got but like the those, show must go on. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got like those like face shields and stuff like that. Uh, and I think I think we're kind of suffering from that. It's harder to do on set stuff, like on location stuff like that, which is why I'm kind of glad Eternals... So is Avatar 2, the ma- major of the film, was shot before COVID? All of it was. So therefore they were more free. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all swimming in warm water together. So like, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just a bacteria soup. Uh, that would have been the best place for all of this time but yeah no they if if those movies like if if James Cameron hadn't filmed a lot of them all together they would suck right now because even even with him at the helm I think the movie would have been like too restricted in terms of COVID mm. but I don't know maybe maybe actually that might have been a point where he could flourish because he's using a digital landscape he can just not he can his special effects team uh, might be able to like mess with that and like even though they're filming in different locations they can comp it together somehow yeah it's insane how the box office beat Infinity War yeah but uh, it's because it's got universal appeal and higher ticket sales I mean yeah I mean I don't think the actual cost of the ticket impacts that much people would like to watch it in big screens or 3Ds yeah because we were in like the uh, I went to Karambine Cinemas for this right and um, Karambine is a smaller cinema venue than Junelab and Junelab has been sold out like as in not sold out it's been is sold that, um, the the Carmine Cinemas is it next to the Nando's and stuff no then that must be another cinema it's like um, oh, I think I was thinking of Floriot I'm not too sure or around that area yeah no, but the, the cinema we had they all had like reclining chairs and stuff and it was ma- it was like a massive cinema and it was packed out as well but I think Avatar has like appeal with like non western countries as well like obviously Avengers has that appeal 
but in terms of the stories that they're telling it's very um americanized whereas you know the idea of people coming in and taking over something that's like a universal concept so i think that's kind of why it's done this good um yeah. I, but like people are saying if it's going to beat titanic but they're doing a titanic re-release for the that's what he always does yeah yeah might as well i mean why not it's money 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 and he'll probably have three of the top highest movies of all time one two and three which is insane because when people think of directors they don't think of james cameron you know you think of ridley scott quentin tarantino christopher nolan yeah you, your mind doesn't instantly go ah james cameron you know it would it, it, it's imagine having that legacy imagine producing some of the most profitable I mean, films terminator alien friend alien franchise he did alien 2 just Alien 2? I think he did 2 and 3. I'm not too sure. I know he definitely oh, did 2, so and it was a train wreck. He didn't find the franchise. No, that was uh, Ridley Scott. Um, but yeah, like, like imagine having that legacy. You produce some of the most profitable movies to date, and nobody cares. Yeah, it's <laughs> like some of those um, those famous like EDM singers. Like You've, you've heard their voices all the time, but yeah, they have that's a true. real fan base? Yeah, like like especially with like, like featuring Baby artists. Rexa? Nobody, yeah, nobody is. I'm so excited to go see BB Rexa. But she's like in one of these highest performing songs. Yeah, yeah. And I think that happens a lot, especially like featuring artists and stuff like that. Or like the vocals that appear and things. Because like, I feel like, especially with like house music and, and EDM, the vocals end up being the thing that makes it appeal to the audience that it appeals to. Like, like, like Flume, for instance. A lot of his songs are great because he pairs with really good vocalists. And then people go, ah, that was nice. I like the vocals on that one. And I don't really care that Flume made it. <laughs> and then, yeah. but the vocalist doesn't get any of that, like. That's what the main, uh, the band type of effects. Like, we're, we're just going from topic to topic. Oh, yeah. Way. It's called it's called the pinball method. Where it's um, ding, 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 ding. Like, you look at, like, it's always the face of the band is the most popular. Who's the singer? Like oh, Adam yeah. Levi and Chris Martin from Coldplay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone else. Like, a lot, most which of these kind of sucks, right? I think the exception maybe is the police, which Sting is the bassist. I don't know who the singer is of the police. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Sting's but the But he bassist. does sing as well. Yeah. Uh, Jack White and his... Well. Oh, apparently, did you see that uh, a long time ago, Jack Black and Jack White were making a collaborative album? Yes, I've heard that. Because no, Jack White's in like four different bands, I think. He's got the White Stripes. The White Stripes. With him and his, uh, his sister, or I don't know if that was his wife. That was a whole controversy, and I never looked into it. Uh, yes, he got the White Stripes, where all she did was play the most simplest drum beat, and he did everything else. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, um, that... Uh, He's in the raconteurs. He's in the saboteurs. He's got his own um, his own music that he makes, which is really insane. If there's an album, I'll recommend to you not to listen because it's good, but to listen to it because it's different. Uh, it's 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 called um, Lazaretto, I believe. It's a Jack White album, and the music in there, you can tell that he's done it all himself. Okay. And it's like really weird. It sounds like it would be like in the Red Dead soundtrack, like so Western orientated. Yeah, it feels like very like Western kind of like a uh, uh, a guy sitting on his porch just with like a, 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 a six string. Yeah, uh, but then some of it is also like really experimental, where he's psychedelic? making not psychedelic. I'd say more macabre. Like, like it, it's almost like like there's one where he pretends to be a crow in the beginning of it. And he fades from the crow to him saying what? 
and, and it's it's weird. And then um, like there's really like high energy ones, and then really it was like made on LSD most likely the high energy. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I don't think Jack White's a high, uh, an LSD man. He's well, a well, he he just thinks outside of the box. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, one of one of the songs actually appeared in um, it appeared in a in an advertisement advertisement. Yeah, I don't know what I, I find. I, I really don't know where the syllables go. Like we have a form for uh, consolidation, and I say a consolidation, but it's like a consolidation form. So I don't know where my syllables go. Um, it's highball stepper. That's it. He's got a song uh, called High. Just add it to our playlist. Like we'll get a. It, it, it's purely instrumental, and you can't play it. No, I can't. Which sucks. Well, we'll, we'll play it. In, I'll play it for you in the break. Okay. And it's like. It, it, that feels like it's like the kind of thing that would play if if uh, a group of like band of brothers were in a standoff with another group and they were walking down the street going to meet each other and like they're going to draw and pistol it like that's ex- like it feels like it belongs in Red Dead. Okay, like a Russian roulette type of thing. No, it's, it feels like it's like a like this town ain't big enough <laughs> yeah. for the both of us. Yeah, yeah, Slim kind of. Jimmy. <laughs> Slim Jimmy. Uh, yeah, so it's it's so weird and he's got such like a weird repertoire because he's very very musically talented like a lot of this like in a lot of the stuff that he makes he's playing all the instruments um and then he obviously he puts it together and produces a lot of his own stuff but weird man weird man yeah that's cool so um how does that relate to the last of us well he was the last of his uh, genre <laughs> yeah uh he believes he's the last of the last music the great musicians last of the monohikians <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let you keep that one. Yep. There How go. would you pronounce it? Mohicans. Mohicans. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, the, back to the Last of Us. I'm really. You would have had a lot, lot of thoughts to say in the recent episode. I, I've it's a shame heard, you haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, I, I know. Like to, I, I was gonna wanted to discuss it with you. I know what it's about. Yeah. And it, I, I've heard wonderful things about it. People yeah. are saying it's like uh, such a bittersweet episode. Yeah, it's gay Ron Swanson. Yeah, and like people are like saying, you know, this episode made me feel so many things and now I'm just crying and like they're, they're loving it it's like like IGN gave it a 10 out of 10 yeah yeah I mean it, it's so wildly different from the game that thing like it I don't know how, how I don't know it's I don't know if I can discuss it properly because you haven't watched it so. yeah I mean yeah I, I, I'll i probably watch it tomorrow and then we can discuss it next week if we have the time okay. to um, but yeah I'm looking forward to it because Ron Swanson in anything is good mm. this is the second time he's played someone who's gay Second time, yeah. <laughs> what was the first? Uh, he played Captain Holt's husband, ex-husband. Did he actually? Yes. In in um Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, no, no, ex-husband, sorry, ex-partner. Oh, so like the Tammy. Yeah, yeah. No, so um, it was when um Holt uh, took one of his ducks, like his like uh, wooden ducks, and threw it off a bridge, and one that Ron Swanson had made. I mean, the stuff in this episode makes me really, you know, does he enjoy doing it? <laughs> <laughs> is he gay <laughs> it brings the questions i don't know like is he gay <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying anything but is he gay <laughs> yeah no um yeah he plays like captain holt's ex-boyfriend and they broke up because captain holt stole his wooden duck and threw it off a bridge yeah and like he he's, he's not like playing anyone like effeminate he's playing Ron Swanson with a beard yeah i mean i didn't like frank's character i mean i didn't care about what are the you know the, the the romance aspect of it, but I just found Frank's character a little bit annoying. 
is which one is is Frank? His partner. Because okay, his yeah. partner wasn't shown in the game. He well, said he was. He, but like he was from the, the ceiling. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel he was a little bit annoying. I understand why people liked it. Mm. It's just that I don't want to spoil it too much. Okay. I want you to enjoy it as well. The episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking forward to this episode, but um, it wasn't in line at all with the games. It was a completely left well, field. I mean, I feel like they they've been ma- maybe making a lot of it's changes. Like, it's like you know with the Velma show, they use the oh, same names, gosh. but they're like different gosh. characters. But I mean, I feel like that's different because in the Velma show, it's it's trash. I think with this show, it's exploring what could have been, or it's it's taking the essence of the characters and expanding on them. Yeah, but is it for the better though? Yeah, I th- well, I mean, you haven't played the games and stuff. But I mean, everybody's response says yes. Oh, that's not your response. Yeah, I know. I'll have my own response, but yeah. I think, I think the the large overwhelming consensus is, it was a it, like it it was great. It was able to sort of uh, provide this really enriched background on a side character um, in the games. I'm just trying really like, you know, trying to like accept Bella Ramsey as Ellie like this. It it's, it just it it gets like you know I can see it's becoming better and then she does something and I was like oh this is rubbish why uh, like you know it's called the curse of knowledge Michael no I mean You've, like you, no, no, she's just too angry in this game Ellie wasn't that angry in the in the source material was she not everything no, she I've seen like, is just her like it just feels like in this game she's just like spiteful like very spiteful and like just angry like, in in the in the original game she was more like full of wonder with the outside world and. Not innocent. She still swore and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, it was more like a um. I don't know. There was didn't have m- like maliciousness or it just it just felt like in this one she's just being annoying, or just being for the sake of it. You know, like like Pedro Pascal as Joel is really good. Tess Pedro Pascal. Sorry. Pedro Pascal. Okay. And the test was very good too, but it just just I don't know. Just her as Ellie just doesn't work. Mm. I mean. Again, I don't really have that thing to compare it to. Um, I, her I d- voice sounds similar to the original actress. She can nail the lines from the game mm. pretty decently, but um, yeah, it just it just doesn't do it. I mean, in in a vacuum, I'm enjoying it a lot. I think I think she's kind of got the the right amount of like like I, from my perspective, she's been portrayed as an intelligent but somewhat. Um, naive kind of character I didn't feel that she was too naive in this it felt like she knew stuff and she was just just doing the stuff where Ellie is like out of wonder she's just doing it just to be annoying to Joel yeah no cause like uh, well, what, I, what I got from the past two episodes um, it's like it feels like she has an idea of what the outside world is and then she's in it and then it's like a fish out of water she's like oh how do I do this cause she's the one who like ended up getting the clickers to attack them you know everyone was silent and then she's just like she just like got scared and wasn't silent and then the clickers attacked and you know there's this i like i mean this is what i'm getting as, and because i have nothing to compare but it that, to as that's well. different than not seeing clickers and being not silent in front of them is different than just being annoying for the sake of being annoying Mm. But uh, again, I'm. Uh, it's like 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 a donkey from Shrek, but actually annoying. But like I, I mean, it, it, it's it's Like as I would say, Joel's daughter Sarah, even in the race swap casting, she should have been Ellie. 
because then everyone complained about that as well yeah but like you know you could sense that I don't know that's because that's because she's playing his daughter and not somebody that he has to ferry across the thing you know what I mean like I feel like this is something that might change because they've only they've just been pushed together into the situation but then I feel it's going to be rushed I mean like you know going from this and the next episode they're just very close together and um, I felt Nick Offman was perfectly cast though he was great as Bill mm. I was looking forward to the episode because I really like Parks and Recreation yeah yeah yeah. Um, I thought he did very really good as Bill I think most of the other characters are very well cast like the old lady from the beginning um, of the game uh, in the first show the one who was uh, the who got infected first and yeah she wasn't in the game but that was great yeah the whole um, uh, the the pandemic scene at the very beginning of the first episode yeah that was good the second episode with the with the Vietnam I think no it was uh, um, uh, Philippines no uh, Jakarta Indonesia Jakarta that was very good yeah <laughs> so what should we do bomb them all see that's what I mean That that is good uh, deviation from the source material I thought that was necessary and you it's know, building the threat but stuff they do in the third episode that's not good you know, there's some things they can do which is good. Even in the second episode, like uh, they did some additional stuff with uh, with Tess, like Tess's death and stuff. Mm. I mean, I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting, very bizarre. Mm. But I could, you know, I could understand it. Mm. But like, I don't know. It they can do some stuff very well, but other stuff they don't do very well. I mean, everything's going to appeal to everybody anyway. Mm. I feel like some people are going to love the fact that they've changed and making something new so they're not just watching the okay, game. Okay, but br- brief spoiler if you want to. Okay. Episode three. So basically in, in the game... Spoilers to those at home. Uh, Joel and Ellie interact a lot with Bill. Mm-hmm. In this game, Ellie doesn't interact with Bill at all. Gotcha. Because was it a flashback, that episode? Or um, a series of flashbacks? It's a majority flashback. So yeah. it's just about Bill and Frank. Yeah. And Frank was, you know, you you never get a sense of his character and that thing. But here they made a whole episode dedicated to him. Because mm. I... It was just basically like a, just a romance episode, basically. Mm. But I mean, they, they do a lot, a lot in these kinds of media where um, you'll see, especially in these like larger productions, like, uh, you know, like um, whether it's The Walking Dead or, you know, these kind of long form... Where they don't, where they're not limited to like forty-two minutes or whatever. They've got like their own, like even like with Game of Thrones, they'll dedicate an entire episode to one character just so we can get that done and out the way. Yeah, honestly, um, I'd prefer the Walking Dead season one to this. Really, like overall? Overall, so far. Yeah. Mm, okay, I'm almost done with the Walking Dead. Hmm. I started in December. I'm currently on season ten. I've got two seasons left because it's season ten and eleven, and I'm done. And then I watched Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> and then I watched Walking Dead Worlds Collide. Apparently, that's that's not good. Um, just watch the Telltale series Walking Dead, the game one. Yeah, but this isn't linked to the universe. No, it isn't. It's, it's just it's, uh, the it's based based. No, well, the 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 games are canon to the comics. Okay. So you meet, oh yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah, so you meet Jesus and uh, Michonne and stuff like that, and it it lines it just up has out of, uh, like out of context. No one knows what you're saying. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, like some yeah, it's really weird. Like when he's introduced, like, like oh. that's the first character you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, when the zombie eats you, why not? <laughs> no, because like uh, like in the show. Like he goes, hey, my friends, but you know, my friends call me Jesus, and you're like, oh, what a prick! And then, then you're like three seasons in, like to his character, and they go, oh, and then Paul, and I'm like, who's Paul? I'm like, oh, right, did Jesus. Up, did the Jesus character end up being gay? 
Yeah, he was always gay. He didn't end up, but it was always gay. No, no I mean, like, uh, he was introduced. I, I forgot about it because yeah. it was a long time ago. I watched the show. But it wasn't like. Aaron, Aaron turned up being gay. Yes. Yeah. Because Aaron has a boyfriend at the time. Mm. Um, but, but Jesus doesn't have any, like, relationships. He, he gets close with Aaron later on. But it's there's no like he does he does, he has no like love interest or anything like mm, that. Making He's, someone called Jesus and making him gay. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder what they were going for. Jesus could have been gay. You don't know. He could have been a lot of things. All right. <laughs> Alex, can we move on to the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I on don't. This I, episode of the blasphemy. <laughs> no, nah, look, I don't. Th- I don't think they 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 made Jesus gay to say to make it a, a political point. I think it was just here's a character who um, is quite like. Free of the earth, and he's not called Jesus from from yeah, any no, religion. It's just a nickname. Yeah, because he's got like but the, the creators intentionally called this guy Jesus. Yeah, because he's in the comics, and they designed this character model to look exactly like Jesus. And why do you think? Well, that that's why he's called Jesus. Yeah, yeah in the comics. Well, in the show as well, he's yeah. called Jesus just because he happens to look like like that sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes he's he's got the long hair, he's got the facial hair, and. But why didn't the characters make him look like Moses? <laughs> then they would call his friends would call him Moses. Because people are actually called Moses. Why didn't he look like John Lennon? Then they'll call him John Lennon. <laughs> he could have. He's just, he he just missing the glasses. That's all. That's it was. what I mean. Out of all the people, they chose Jesus to look. But like. that's because he needed. What to if he wanted to look like Pedro Pascal? <laughs> that's because he needed to get glasses to be. He probably broke them. Maybe it was a souvenir from, or he found it in a in a house and he liked it and thought Are it was cool. Are you upset that they called him Jesus? No, I don't. I don't okay. care. But I'm just saying I, it was a creative. You're saying as if it's like, oh yeah, but it's a create. It's a deliberate choice by the writers to call him that. But I think. It also comes to the point where he is an ultimate force of good. So yeah. he's... O- they all call him Aslan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like in in the show, he's always morally... He doesn't sacrifice his morals for anything. Mm. And it's never like, a, oh, I can't kill because I'm this, you know. He just goes, there's, an, there's always another way. So when they're attacking the saviors, everyone's like, let's kill these guys. And he's like, no... Let's capture these guys and, and torture them horrifically, <laughs> and, and deal with them one by one. And, and then he's like the one who kind of he, he he ended up like his actions because of that. They recruited. They ended up cr- recruiting some of the saviors in, into the communities, and they did big things in the communities. Um, so he's like, yeah. So I, it it is it is it is on purpose, but it's not in a way to be blasphemous. <laughs> it, it's more to just sort of go this is what people do in these kinds of situations then why don't make why don't you just make him like islam and redacted 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 <laughs> you know exactly why <laughs> um, we have, like the beeps so we just yeah. hey my name beep, beep. yeah um uh, okay well look let's let's play some songs and then we'll come back in just a moment and i'll show you some of the jack white stuff maybe your voice your community station you are listening to IPL Radio. I'm going to hit you with a big question, Michael. What? A big question. Uh, I pulled up uh, the website. Uh, oh, yeah. Kylo. Um, this isn't the question. This is just what appeared there on that page. The question is, because I think we'll have different answers for this, judging on previous conversations. The primary purpose of marriage is procreation and raising children. Mm, that's an interesting one. Mm. Mm. Hence why I I asked. believe so, yeah. Okay. And companionship. 
<laughs> he said that uh, like almost like a, like an afterthought. Yeah, it's strange children and my wife because I love her. <laughs> uh, so, so you think that the the primary reason for marriage is to to raise kids? Mm, it depends on your background as a person. Mm, that's a very safe answer, Michael. Mm. I mean, like, I mean, if you, you know, you you can live in like a partnership situation. I don't know. Like, I don't see like you know you can be boyfriend and girlfriend. So, would you say if a couple isn't planning to have kids, they shouldn't get married? Interesting. That's a that's a very uh, interesting yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. I knew this would be a fun one. Just, just that being a, from a financial standpoint, like you know, you're you're sharing your assets. That depends. Are you sharing your bank accounts? And I mean, I, I feel like that's not. I feel like that that's a that's a, like you know some people are married do and some people are married don't I don't know mm. this is this is more general this is more general generally speaking but this is a very specific question I don't it can't think be so general. the primary purpose of marriage is procreation procreating and raising children well going from the Catholic vow of faith is like a, on the on the marriage vows uh, do you vow to raise the children in the faith and stuff like oh that? is that like in the act in the that's v- in the actual oh, thing okay. so that's one of the purposes why they say about marriage gotcha I mean. Is that saying that you're marrying to raise kids or that if no, you have kids, they're going to be brought up under Catholic values? No, it's like one of the things, it's like, I don't know the exact verbatim of it, but um, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. But um, do you accept raising the children in the faith or do you be fruitful and multiply and raising the children in the faith? Something like that. <laughs> Sorry. Alex, just you're, you're, giving me, you're putting me on the spot here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Of <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at... The idea—it's like, hey, do you guys, do you guys want to have sex? <laughs> you guys gonna have sex? <laughs> That's just the way it's. No, I mean, but like, the, like, it's gonna be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, uh, cause in, 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 like, in, like, in the thing, like, you know, you have to, you can't have like sex before marriage, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and the purpose of sex is to have children, like, you know, that, that's yeah. that's 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 the view. Gotcha. The view. Gotcha. And. um yeah, I don't know. It's just like nuclear family and stuff like that, and uh, you know, it doesn't mean that Catholic marriages are perfect. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just depends on the type of person and the stage in life you're at. So, in regards to marriage outside of the Catholic Church, would you still say that 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 applies at the purpose of marriage itself? The purpose of marriage, like a civil union. No, I said like like. Well, I mean, yeah, like. The act of marrying someone, what, you know, if you take religion out of it, would the act of marrying for yourself still be to um, have children and sort of raise kids? Okay, if I buy a taxi, does it mean I have to take people around the city or do Uber rides? I mean, why would you have a taxi otherwise? What if I just want to ride it? Then you can ride your taxi. And not take any people saying, "Hey, hey, hey, is this taxi is this taxi vacant?" No, I just bought the taxi for my own personal use. Sounds like a weird reason to buy a taxi. Yeah, so it's like you know, marriage. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like that's a cart before the horse situation. Yeah. In society, we have a standard cart that cart tax- before the horse situation. Right? It's always the chicken before the egg. Or <laughs> no. never heard the cart before the horse. I haven't heard. Yeah, that if you put the if you put the cart before the horse, yeah. Okay. No, so I, I feel like in that situ- in that analogy we're using there with the taxi, taxis are culturally represented as a way of ferrying people. However, mm. taxis can also just be cars as well. So I feel like that's with the yellow stripe. 
and with a black stripe on a yellow car. <laughs> and and I feel like I feel like with that we've we've all universally agreed that. But I, I feel like marriage is a different situation. We don't all universally agree one thing. Okay, so for the purpose of uh, marriage without raising children, mm. other than companionship, what else? I mean, I, I feel like that's that's all it really needs to be. Is right? It's companionship. Because, for instance, Haley and I don't plan on having kids. Mm. Um, one, you know, it's a big commitment to have kids. It's yeah. um, a big sacrifice to have kids, and we have so much hereditary disease in our blood. Yeah. Where we're weak blooded, and like that's a funny way to say you're brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I have weak blood. Um, no, so like you know, th- there's a lot of stuff that we don't want to put kids into a sit. Like right now, right? The future doesn't really feel very sunshine and rainbows when we're thinking about it. You know, right? Right now, we're on the brink of nuclear war, mm. and that before has sometimes been a hyperbole. Right now, it feels real. Right, it feels like we're back in Cold War status. Right, um, the climate situation is rough um food scarcity is something that nobody's talking about but is very real um we just don't have as much food as we think we do and we eat like we do right there's a lot of different pressures right now that are making it feel like the future isn't too great and part of that is like consumerism obviously but then just existing is also kind of that so like it'll be unfair for us to bring somebody into this world who then just has to deal with it all. I think that's very mature. I think that's that's the thing. You you know, when you talked it out with your partner and you both sussed it out and you are both on the same page on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, like, what's it called? Everyone can be a father, but not everyone can be a parent. Yeah, something, yeah. Or something like I have a father out there. Mm. Never met him properly. That's what I mean. So, yeah, like, I, like, you know making a kid that's the easy part right dedicating 25 years of your life so that way that the kid can become functional and you know do it do their own thing and stuff like that do you think someday you change your mind possibly um but you know there's other avenues if we wanted to raise kids adoption adoption foster kids um uh you know there's other things that, that can be done you know, but not specifically your own kids. Yeah, because so so uh, that's interesting because I never knew you were open to adoption and stuff. I thought you just didn't want to have or raise any children in general. No, I mean I feel like you know adoption's a bit different because it, you're still technically getting an infant or a child close to an infant and yeah. molding them with your values. Yeah, but I, I that means that we can have a child when we decide, and you know obviously. There are ways you can decide to have children, but you know, there's a, he. If we wanted to look at adoption, we could actually get into a situation where financially we're okay for that, where you know, and stuff like that, and we don't have to bring a kid that might have several of my issues, several of her issues. Um, and stuff but like are that. you doing medical background checks on the kids you're going to adopt? I mean, so like, 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 if the kid doesn't have perfect IVs, you're going to chuck him. <laughs> You're not gonna take him. Oh, he's got a hasty nature, <laughs> and uh, he's a—he's a special attacker. <laughs> no, um, I, I think it's different. Like knowingly bringing a kid into this world who could have, you know, X, Y, Z, and having a kid who's already here. Do you think it's the fact that you get to choose what your kid looks like? Like you know, not not your kid, but like you get a you get a form of choice. Like you know, 
this nationality or this nationality or like this is what I imagine my kid to look like and I'm going to choose this kid compared to if you have a baby you don't know what the kid's going to look like you assume it's going to look like you I want the the Riz master I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no like when when I've thought of adoption I've never thought of like a physical judgment it's never been like yeah I would love to have like a Mexican Michael, kid I just vibe with this kid so I'm going to take him <laughs> Yeah, yo, yo, they passed the vibe check. Now, it'd be more sort of like, not like blind adoption, but kind of like where... Random adoption. Yeah, we, we, we go to the adoption center, we get a really big spinny wheel, and we go... And then somehow Stort Little just gets left behind. <laughs> um, you're adopting no, 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 the a adopt little mouse. Be- <laughs> Imagine being a kid at that, 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 that foster care and, and just seeing the rat <laughs> taken. Yeah. Mom, Dad, I'm a mouse. That's, yeah. that, that's what he sounds like. Um, yeah, I don't but know. But yeah, like, I don't know. Like, in that case, then, how would you decide what kid to get? And... I mean, I feel like that's going to be a long process. And I feel like that comes from the conversations with, like, the adoption center or, like, the foster care. <laughs> and then you have a kid and put him up for adoption and adopt another kid. <laughs> yeah, we call it the revolving door. No, no. But, like, when you think, like... The circle of life. <laughs> Jeez. But like when you think like of foster care, it's like you take care of kids for a period of time, mm. right? And that way, like, and you know, it's kids who aren't able to, you know, um, be taken care of at the moment. So you're the person who does that. I thought we just raise animals, you know, like it's like. But that's very dehumanizing the child. The child is a human being just like you and I. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying like, no, mm. what I'm saying is we having a kid and raising a kid is an option and not the goal. If we don't want to raise kids, there's plenty of other things we can do. Of course. We can focus on careers. We can focus on that. We can focus on elevating ourselves. Um, we can, you know, or we could, you know, take take care of... So what I'm trying to say is like, you know, the purpose of marriage is to raise children, but you don't have to raise children if you don't want to. But then again, I feel like the purpose of marriage itself isn't to, to, to raise kids. I feel like it's the... F- the finalization of a relationship so just like being with your best friend yeah but I feel like it's it's more with the with financial and legal obligations in yeah. case the event of your friendship ending kinda yeah it, it feels Why like it's get married then because uh, it comes with certain benefits in regards to money it comes with certain I benefits. mean sure like if you're like 60 and you find a woman who's 60 is but the option of having kids is obsolete yeah then in that case, just marry or... Yeah, because I mean, like, that's the thing. I feel like we, we place a lot of importance on marriage itself. It feels like it shouldn't be as important as it is. No, it's, it's not I, the w- marriage, it's the wedding, which is the most yeah, important. Yeah, I, I think that's what I mean. The, yeah. the, the woman wanting the feeling of being a bride. That's it, yeah. And then, then after the honeymoon stage ends, is then reality sinks in, and then you realize you're with this person for life. Yeah, no, I, yeah, you're right. I think I think it's more people focus on weddings than marriage. Of course. And I, I don't buy into it. It feels, I don't know. I, I feel like weddings themselves are always. It's a celebration for the people, like, like what what I was talking about. We had the discussion when you were away with um, Chris and stuff. Like, mm. um, weddings is for the family and friends. You know, if you truly, it was just about you and your your wife. You know. 
You just my wife. My wife. <laughs> this is my wife. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> um, then you just do something. You know, you can just go elope and run away together. That's the thing. Doesn't have to be a big celebration. You're you're paying for other people's food, and you know, why don't you just spend less on the wedding and spend a lot on the honeymoon? Yeah, like go travel the world or do whatever. That's the thing. That budget. I feel like weddings. It's a show thing. It's just like uh, you know. It's like a graduation. <laughs> yeah. It, it like and also I'm not a fan of attention. If that makes sense. Oh, so like I, a spotlight on you. Yeah. And, yeah, I would hate and that. And there's multiple photos of you you know, you, obviously you're affectionate with like, you know, you're pretending to be oh, dramatic you have to, you have for, to, you have to like yeah. put on a like like a fake version. Yeah, and it'd be like, and here's the bride and groom for their first dance. And everyone's You've seen me before. We dance a lot at parties. And every, everybody's just watching you dance and videoing and taking Ted Sheeran thinking out loud their most generic song for <laughs> weddings. Yeah, it's, and, I, and yeah. I, feel like, I feel like it's like, I don't know. Oh, wow, this is the most romantic thing in the world. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then she throws the flowers and then you're the next one going to get married. And yeah, it's just and it feels like theatrical. If, if my... <laughs> If a wedding comes, James Cameron. <laughs> if a wedding comes with, a, with an itinerary and a, an expectation of what needs to happen, that it's not my wedding; it's somebody else's wedding that we've confused for it's tradition. Fine. You would only do the weddings and the wedding photos and wedding video stuff if they make a compilation and and it was directed by James Cameron and he makes it in three D like Avatar two. That's the, no. That's I, the only exception. Seeing yourself in three D. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect wedding for myself, I think, would be very casual. Like as in, it'll be an, a, a a day event, right? It'll be like a whole day, but it's like just like really close friends and family. We're just having a good time, being with each other. At the end of the day, you do the marriage ceremony, and it's like a, a simple thing. It's to cap off the day. You know, we celebrated this day with friends and family. It's a day about love. It's and great. hey, yeah, let's, let's celebrate the fun day, and then now let's just sign a legal union, and there we go. You joke, but honestly, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole um, bachelor party type thing, and people go to like, strip clubs and stuff. Mm. No, I'm just going to go play video games with the boys. That's the thing. Go to get yeah. a palmy uh, and chill. The weird kind of traditions that exist. like Obviously, like traditions exist for a reason, because mm. people enjoy them, and people like you know similarity, but some of them are just dumb and stupid. It is, yeah. Like, yeah, the strippers at bachelor party... That's dumb and stupid. It's like uh, we talked about this before, but like you know, the last day of freedom, quote unquote. Yeah, like, yeah. you're choosing to marry this woman. You've been with for your so last day of years. freedom was the day before you asked her out. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. And why are you even saying the whole chain analogy and freedom? That's just a recipe for a bad marriage. Gosh, it is, and that's such a boomer mentality. You right? chose this person. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you be. You know, it's arranged marriage. Fair enough. I don't. I don't <laughs> see any people from <laughs> India having arranged marriages. Then they have their last day of freedom oh. with like stripper parties and stuff. Yeah, they're often excited, or <laughs> or they, you know, they've yeah, like. Oh no, Raj! It's your <laughs> last day of freedom. I, I was gonna do you an accent, but I did last day of pork vindaloo. <laughs> I was going to do an accent, but I'm like, ah, that's uncouth. I like those at home who have not seen our faces. Um, we're both brown. Are we? Just. Well, as far as you know. As far. We're definitely both brown. We're not. Dele we're deleting our Instagram page, right? So they can't have visible. Yeah, yeah. We need to We need to make sure we're not, we're not seen as white. Um, yeah. No, like. Uh, we'll just adjust the. Br we'll just take a photo from your camera. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah. No, like. Um, yeah, I, I really, I'm sick of that boomer mentality, you know, where it's just like, oh, my wife this, my wife that, and I'm like, 
It's so It was gross. a different societal time. I don't care. <laughs> marriage, well, I don't say marriage has always represented love and union. Sometimes it's been, you know, political I'm, I'm 23, time's running out, you know, that, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You should see, like, in Eastern Europe, like, some of the women, like, they've, they're past 25, old goods. Yeah, which is whack. It's whack, yo. It <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I hate you, Eastern Europeans. <laughs> that, you know what? Shame on you. That's whack. <laughs> you heard of her, her first, folks. <laughs> Fellow kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, the idea that like marriage is the goal. I don't think marriage is the goal. I think it's a really nice step along the way. No, it's just like the, the, the checklist. You know, like you go to school, get a job get married have children die yeah and I, th- I think that's part of the reason why i'm not so impressed it's the mold it's the mold that's of the thing yeah society and i've i've spent 12 sorry 15 years in education because that's what they wanted me to do right mm. that's what society was like hey this is the way you do it and i've come out of it with nothing Obviously, I've got skills. Sure, I can speak to somebody and not cry now. That's great. But, like, I've got no, like... Like, it's not gonna... Is having kids narcissistic? <sighs> Depends what reasons you do it for. Mm. And, like, the thing is... Like, why... Like, yeah, this is the thing. I can't... The reason why I don't think I want kids as well is... Why would I want kids? What would be the reason to have kids? Apart what? from it's a thing that you're meant to do. Well, honestly, I mean, like, you're still young. We're both still young. Yeah. Maybe you're... It'll change down the line. And five years from now, you have the same conversation to see if you have the same same views or... True. Michael, maybe you want to you want to teach someone what you've learned. You know, like... Yeah. You can teach anybody. It's like... Yeah, that's true. But, like... I could... I could my friends that have kids, I'm going to be the fun uncle. That's right? what I mean. Like, I could, I could it's foster. It's such a huge responsibility. I yeah. mean, it's trivialized. But then once you... You know, I don't have kids. But, like, once you actually have the kid... Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, this thing came along and it's great. Yeah. It's holding it by like it's. <laughs> it's just yeah. like you know, like when the, you know, if you have kids for the wrong reason, when the quote unquote novelty runs out, yeah, you're still stuck with the kid. So, for yourself, what would be the reason that you would have kids? Obviously, you know, marriage is for creating kids, right? Why would you be wanting to have kids? That's an interesting question. Um, you know, I just like, you know, maybe just like to impart my knowledge on to and just I, I don't know it's just it, it's indescribable actually like that's the thing I don't think mm, I, this is going to sound weird to say but I don't think raising children has I think it's a natural biology of human beings just to pass on your genes yeah I mean it's apparently it's so easy to do if you saw the amount of people on my Facebook who have had kids in the last three years that I went to high school with yeah um a, it's very easy it's very easy too but are they emotionally prepared to some of them definitely some of them I know are not uh, some of them I know have but then they could grow through the experience or they could thing. not I know that there's some people who if they said I'm pregnant like I, people I haven't spoken to in, in, in years right but if they said I'm pregnant I'd be like I would say the phrase oh boy and worry but like like you know just from what I've seen what they portray should I say what they portrayed in social media I'm like okay they've definitely used this as a way to really steady themselves and do this and do that like it's become a focal point that's why like you you know from the Catholic perspective marriage is the only purpose of having kids and therefore by the product of having sex that's yeah. the only you know what I mean like in marriage because 
you're married to this person you're too dead to your part and therefore you can have kids you know you can have sex but like if you happen to get pregnant you you're raised in a in a you know the father will be there the mother will be there mm. and they they they're done to this union therefore that's why we you know we value the importance of marriage and you know having sex after marriage because you know if you do it wrong before marriage you can you know sure you can be safe but so in 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 circumstances a kid can be born mm-hmm. and then it's either the shotgun wedding or it's either you know things might not work out and the mom's just left on her own yeah yeah or the dad's left on her own with the kid yeah because like what when i'm thinking about you know why like creatures have kids to make sure that the creature can continue surviving humans have rejected biological tendencies we we don't we don't need to anymore we've got medicine technology we don't get sick as much that's different than natural things natural yeah but the thing is we don't need like we don't the law that we use is a law that we've created we don't abide by natural law anymore but i'm just saying like still our, our nature's primal like you know you see an attractive woman walking down the street you comment she's attractive you can notice stuff about it. yeah but like you know you choose to act on it you know you choose not to act that's on the it. thing but you still you still would be you you'd still notice that we we us having this conversation right now is wild in the sense in 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 nature's everything right creatures out there they don't choose to have kids they have kids because it's biologically imperative for them to have kids like when you look at how creatures socialize and how like it's like when i say creatures i'm referring a lot to like mammals and vertebrates where they have social structures um it's all around continuing the survival of the fittest literally uh, with lions right um you have a pride of lions you've got all the lionesses you've got a couple of males and you've got a dominant male right when a nude male comes in and takes over the pride i think so when a nude male comes in all lions are nude michael get, get <laughs> no when when a new male comes in and takes over the pride that male will kill the offspring oh yeah, yeah. so that way his genes will now be the prominent genes in the pool so that isn't because he hates kids that isn't because he wants to kill the kids it's no, because it's the alpha and he, and his kids should the you know the it should be a byproduct of him yeah we wouldn't do that that's insane you wouldn't you wouldn't be like oh i'm the new stepdad kablamo like so when you start a new pokemon save file do you delete it <laughs> i do i have to <laughs> i'm so, so i but the thing is like, i haven't not done that on a, on a, on a console before okay. i've never started a new save file on a console but like it's actually true the lions actually yeah. do that it is um and how old do the no regardless of age uh, i imagine it's cubs because cubs, yeah. um they grow very quickly so like within one to two years you kind of got like not like an adult lion but you've got a lion that can hold its own a bit um so let's think about like like in other creatures sex is the driving force with humans we're meant to have a choice but because we're so populated now mm-hmm. back when we were less populated all this made sense yes yes but now it's like we're we're filling up the world with inorganics right we're filling up the world with machines and things that aren't alive but take the place of living we also look um back in you know like the industrial revolution and stuff people had kids to have more hands to help support the family (laughs) yeah or 
bloody so Roger, like, let's have another child. We need to get more sixpence in. It was a financial thing. Yeah. Too, more know. kids. Well, their kids were dying so quickly. And they plus, had to you, want, kids. you know, you want someone to, when, when you're old and grey, you want someone to guest visit you. I mean, friends can do that. Sure, why not? But, like, you know, you, you'd like your kids and just to see that, you know, that you're a grandparent, that you know, your kids have had kids and you can dress up as Santa for Christmas and all that type yeah. of stuff. You know, I mean, it, I it's, feel like it's, it's, it feels like you played your part. Yeah, you, you get you, something back. It's like, um, not like, oh, I was in charge of this or like, it's more like, you know, I can, I can be at peace, you know, I can, people, life will go on without me, but I've mm. done my part. I've yeah. raised a child and they've grown into a, you know, you can do it for like adopted children and stuff as well. But like, um, you know, when you when it, it's like it's like when you're looking at a kid and then you see bits of yourself. Maybe they might look at you, look like you when when you were younger, or then when they grow up in their teenage years. Um, you know, oh, he looks so much like his mother. Mm-hmm. Looks so much like his father. She looks so much like her father. And uh, you know, it takes you back. Mm. And uh, you realize, like, you know, maybe I did t- treat my parents horribly and. Uh, you know, maybe I was being unreasonable as a child, and uh, maybe I did give my mom too much grief. You know, and now the kid is just exactly exactly like how I was when I was young, and this kid looks scarily a lot like me. <laughs> and they're doing the same thing, but now I empathize with the parent, and now I want to apologize to my own parent for causing this much grief. Gotcha. It's it. I don't know. It's just. It, I think it's only one thing. Like when you have your, like what I'd feel like if you have your own kid. And um, seeing that compared to if you have an adopted kid, you know, it's like the physical resemblance. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the other thing to keep in mind is, right, we have different types of cultures. We have um, individualistic cultures, which generally like Western cultures, you know, you look after yourself. Of course. Right? And then you have collectivist cultures, generally Asian cultures. So when you look at like, um, you know. Indigenous cultures too, like community based. Yeah, yeah. You know, the village raises the kid, right? yeah, so when we look at like collectivist cultures, right, it's the whole thing where the entire family lives in, lives as a unit. The the grandparents, the parents, and the kids. The parents go away. The grandparents take care of the kids. Family magical. Yeah, yeah. Um, the kids grow older. Um, they no longer need to be taken care of. The kids can take care of the grandma while the parents work. Exactly. The kids go off, have kids come back to the house oh the parents are now the grandparents and they get to take care of their kids whilst they go to work and it's kind of like this this cycle where everybody's it's like build your own community <laughs> yeah yeah and like that kind of makes sense because you've got the you know the people that you're raising will be taking care of you later but again right now we don't it feels like we don't need that in a western culture because we've got facilities in place that take care of people when they're old um, we're living a lot longer anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, it feels like like children and offspring as as an as a need. You know, people are very plenty successful without having kids. I think this is coming from a very logical point of view. Oh, definitely, very very understandable. But sometimes it's just an emotional thing. And then when you're in a retirement home when you're eighty, you know, do I really? You know, it, it, it all makes sense like logically. But then it sucks because we're like emotional creatures, and then we just, you know. Mm. But I mean, do you want to? So, are you, do you want to sacrifice the? Is it really a sacrifice? Though? Oh, a hundred percent. 
you know, what, it costs $2 million to raise a kid. Mm. That's a financial sacrifice. Mm. It, it takes 18 to 25 years for a kid to become fully developed. That's a time sacrifice. Um, you have to physically keep the kid from killing themselves by accident for the first 10 years at least. And then you can take a step back, but then you still got to worry about the kid being killed. But I think sometimes if you see this perspective as a sacrifice, then I don't think you're fit to but be I mean, a parent. It's not not a sacrifice. It's definitely a sacrifice. It's a, it's a you know, yes. You're giving up free time. You're giving up income mm-hmm. for um, and your body as well, for especially for women for your legacy. Yeah, but the thing is, what if your kid just ends up being like dick? <laughs> what, <Well>, if, what, <laughs> what if your kid is just the worst? Show them love regardless, and when they're eighteen, just let them be. Yeah. So you've sacrificed eighteen years of your life for what? Like, what I'm saying is, you know, there will be moments where you have that emotional, overwhelming feeling of love. That's going to happen. You're not going to feel it all the time because we don't feel every emotion constantly, you know. Um, Is it worth what you put in to that to that relationship or that child? We we honestly can't speak about this because we're not parents. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're giving from... uh, I don't know, like, I don't know. Uninformed. Can we comment on this? Actually? We can. We can comment. Should we have someone who is a parent and then talk about it? We can. But, I mean, the thing is, these are the kind of things that you'd be thinking of before you become a parent. Like, part of... But part then again, of no, one, no one is ever ready to become a parent because you've never been in that situation before. Mm-hmm. You've never had a kid before. So, it's like when you start your first job or when you move out for the first time you don't have an impression what it's like you just do it no but I know that if I wasn't told if I wasn't given the skills that I was given before I lived in a house by myself that house wouldn't be standing still Mm. you know what I mean but there was a point where you didn't know these skills yeah and part of that was the conversations I had before getting involved with that Um, yeah I don't know like but the fact is if you're so concerned about what you think about you know for your kid if you're so concerned about it I think that shows compassion and that shows resolve or that shows qualities that you really care yeah when the kid comes to be yeah it's just I don't know if I have the skills in my body mind and patience to be able to help a kid become the truest version of themselves that is not like not only just a complete person, but also like a drive for good. <laughs> Come listen to Grandpa Alex. We got the podcast called The Verdict. <laughs> Let me tell you a story of my time. <laughs> he didn't want you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, obviously, like, my thoughts... Can you imagine, change. like, with your grandkids, like, every week on a Sunday, you listen to an episode of The Verdict, like, in chronological oh, order. gosh. While you're doing the cooking or while you're doing... You know, Honestly. the washing, while you're yeah. doing uh, domestic chores, you just have it in the background, and it's it's a time of spending quality time with your kid. Yeah, because this is like a time capsule right now. Yeah. Some of the Elon Can Musk references have become, become really dated. You're going to just laugh about it, you know, yeah. like, oh, back in my day, Elon Musk was... There was Speaking of Elon Musk, you see the Tesla that got uh, caught on fire? No. The, uh, one of the batteries just exploded randomly when I was on the freeway. Oh, this is... Yeah, 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 look it up, look it up. Uh, it happened recently. I think it was like yesterday or so. This sounds familiar. Um, there was a tes- Tesla just on the freeway, and then the bat. Uh, is it a lithium battery? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a Tesla uh, battery. I've got nothing here. Uh, just Tesla. Uh, nothing ba- new. Uh, Elon must have scrubbed it. 
or tried to. No, no, no. I don't think he has scrubbed it. Oh, here we go. Oh, California Freeway. That's the one. California Highway. That's the one. Oh, he said it happened here. No, no, it happened somewhere. Okay. Sacramento firefighters said a Tesla Model S was engulfed in flames on a highway on Saturday, January 28th, after its battery compartment spontaneously caught fire. The Sacramento Metropolitan Fire District responded to the fire on Highway 50 in Rancho Cordova. What a name, Rancho Cordova. Crews used jacks to access the underside and extinguish and cool the battery, they said. Adding thousands of gallons was used in the extinguishment. No injuries reported, the fire service said. Wonderful. Uh, but lithium, ba- lithium batteries are t- dangerous. Very, very... Like, uh, lithium fires, sorry, are very dangerous. Mm. Um, because they're very hard to put out. Yep. Because uh, they don't need, like, a fuel. They, that's why never put lithium batteries in the rubbish. Or, like, in, in the recycling, sorry. Because they, they start fires in, like, um, landfills and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Very not good. Yeah. Well... I think that was a, f- uh, a very good in-depth conversation we had on, on children. So um, wh- what a nice opportunity to segue into um, a song. Um, I was going to make a bad joke, but I'm not going to make it. This is a song by a band called Imagine Dragons. Um, <laughs> Imagine Dragons. These- the best music from the 60s to today. IPL Radio. So yeah, we're sponsored by Coles. That's actually pretty cool. It's official. It's official. But are we still sponsored by Coles? The fact that I just played their ads. That means we are. Yeah. Um, yum, yum, yum. I'm eating some food at the moment, sponsored by Coles. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to snack on a delicious red r- Royal Gala crunch. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, I had I had a thing here that I wanted to go. I was looking at, I was looking at the uh, Kialo website again. There was mm. something. Do you think water is wet? No, I think it's cold. When it's cold. And it's warm when it's warm. Amazingly, you've not answered the question at all. Are you studying to be a politician? Because that was fantastic. Mm, the answer was quite dry. Alright, we're done. The best music from the 60s to today. IPL Radio. Psych. Psych, that was a fake out. <laughs> I pretended to end the show. Oh, you really pranked them, Alex. And it's not even April Fool's. I know. That's the best part you of it. Tricks this is, to you. Um, um, everyone's expecting an April Fool's. Why pull my April Fool's pranks? <laughs> but Alex wouldn't be expecting a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. No, no, Michael, seriously, do you think water is wet? Yeah, I think, I believe so, according to um, the the natural society. You know you know what, Michael? Of nature. You are incorrect. What is it? Water is made out of... Water itself is not wet. Then why? Water makes things wet. Things that are wet are just things that have water on them. That doesn't inherently make water itself wet. It just makes the two combination... The two combination of those two uh, non water and a water combined make a wet so it's the catalyst to make things yeah it's not used in the reaction but it's part of it yeah that's my personal belief and i held those beliefs well i was very very outspoken about water being wet so much so that i've i've had very angry conversations about it really oh yeah what what was the angry conversations about i mean what water being wet michael that's how, how no, i mean like how angry 
Oh. No arguments that they bring up. As in, I, well, they, they bring up that it's wet because they touch it and it's wet. I'm like, no, your hand is wet. Water itself cannot... Because the argument that I bring is your hand can get more wet and more dry depending on how much water is on it. Water in itself cannot get more wet or more dry because you add more water to water, you just get water. Mm. So water in and of itself is not wet. Interesting. It cannot exist on a wet-dry spectrum. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks for that um, fact. Yeah, of course. I'm uh, I'm full of them. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about now? I mean, I, I was hoping that would take us for a bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, let's have a 40 look. episodes in, Alex. 40 recorded, episodes. Recorded 40 episodes. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, we've hit our... Um, Middle-ageness. We've hit the point. <laughs> we've hit the point where the French forget how to do numbers. Yeah. From here on out, it's like, oh, we have Speaking it for of which, Alex, Alex, uh, we brought up the I think last time we were on the your verdict type of thing. What people want to yes. talk about. So that's actually really good for you to bring up. Yeah. So yeah, I asked. We asked our uh, audience uh, what people wanted. What, what people want us to discuss. One of the one of the things obviously was um, Last of Us. Was the Last of Us? Yeah, and. Um, Somebody said the new YouTube guidelines, guideline changes, and how it influences creators. Have you heard much about this? I've heard Not very really. minimal things about it. I think I think we can say that one if we do a bit of research and do. Is it the monetization aspect about? I, th- I um, think it is because they change songs and stuff. They change that kind of stuff. They always change constantly, it, and then they don't tell people. Oh, they didn't tell people. I mean, they do that all the time. They go, by the way, these are new rules, and they've been in place for like months. Oh, like how Disney charges us two dollars more for Disney Plus. <gasps> Scandalous. Because they finally got content on there. Mm. Um, Michael, do you think ghosts are real? Do you believe uh, in ghosts? Having this discussion before. Um, Have we? No. I was like, uh, I don't know if we did. Maybe when know. Jess was on. Maybe. But do you think ghosts are real, Michael? Hmm. I just don't want to say anything. I'm not going to make any comment. You're afraid that the ghosts will... I ain't afraid of no ghost. Now, are you afraid the ghost's gonna persecute you? The ghost of the Christmas past. Yeah. Christmas was past last month. Michael, I'm trying to. Are you afraid the ghosts are gonna persecute you? Like, persecute me? Like, am I on a trial and then the ghost is on a jury? It's a ghost judge on a ghost trial. And you're being convicted of ghost murder. I was going to make a joke, but I'm not going to say it. A ghost joke? Mm. Mm. No, okay, so you don't want to make a comment. Why? Are you, are you afraid of the repercussions, or are you afraid of taking a stance? Oh, I'm afraid of taking a stance. Oh, you're... In case I may be proven wrong. You're spineless. All right. But you, 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 bre- you believe vehemently in various things, right? Mm. You, you've got strong beliefs. I believe in... Mur- <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I... Every day we inch closer to death. All right, let's mm. let's make sure we treasure the time we have. Um, no, okay. So <laughs> with serious conversation about ghosts, yes. So then, when we're dead, we'll we can be have like this conversation. We'll be up there with all the other ghosts. And we'll be like, yeah, guys, guys, guys. We did a podcast about this. It's gonna be so funny. <laughs> we go to grab like our phones, but we got ghost hands. I mean, if you want to talk about ghosts, look at our listener base. <laughs> 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 that's a good one that's a good one 
<laughs> so what? So you don't want to make a, a comment just in case you're yeah, um, yeah. Then I might look into things too much but, but, and then be creeped out of everything. But Michael, you you believe in things. I was looking at um those uh, what's it called that horror thing which you told me the Mandela tapes. That's pretty creepy. Yes, yeah, that that kind of stuff because it it plays on like the uncanny valley. Mm. Like it's it's almost human, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. So personally, I don't believe in ghosts. Okay. Um, I believe people have encounters and okay I know that the mind is not the greatest way of gathering information about your environment right there are times where I will stand up and I get dizzy a lot and suddenly the world is on like a Dutch 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 tilt like I'm in the first Thor movie right I know that's not how the world is it says my mind will go your perception of the world exactly so like we cannot trust people's perceptions to convey accurate imagery of what the world around us is um obviously we we get ghosts caught on camera or whatever uh the amount of them that is proven to be fake right and some it's they're yet to be proven or they're an, an anomaly beyond reason um so many people die every single day we should be covered in ghosts that's one way to put it we should be swimming in ghosts we should be drowning in them that's interesting the whole perspective thing you brought up like each of us are perceived by people differently. So, like, if I was lo- if I was a really short person, I'd be seeing you differently than what I am now. And no, okay, so so you're thinking it from a physical point of view, right? Mm. Imagine, imagine if uh, okay, it's gonna get weird. So, just stay with me in this one. Um, imagine if I was if I was brought up, and the way I brought up, I I, I had certain books in my life, and those books, um, you know, for some reason, the way the characters were drawn, the eyes were big. Right, and so part of the books, the focal point is the character's eyes in these books, right? And then now, because I was reading these when I was a kid, now whenever I focus on people, I tend to focus. On, this is a hypothetical. Focus on the eyes. I focus on the eyes, right? The eyes are the windows to the soul. Mm, I'm like, oh, you need to clean them. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, like, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that would be like one way that my perception might be different to other people is because my focal point and what the things that I register. Like, stop looking at my eyes. I can't help you. It's so <laughs> dreamy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's an interesting point. Like, because yeah. you've been conditioned to grow up that way. Exactly. And it's why we, different people find different things attractive, right? You know, somebody is somebody else's soulmate. And, like, there's people who I know, I think, like, I don't find a lot of people unattractive. I don't think, do you think it's true, like, uh, males look qualities in their partner based on their mom and the opposite for the. No. You don't think so? No, well, not for me at all, no. Okay, interesting. I'm dating a white woman. Not necessarily. Maybe like a personality quality oh, or no, some sort Totally of different, totally different. But I think that comes from just the relationship I had with my mum. It mm. might be different for people who had different types of relationships. Yeah, I guess if you're very close. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Freud, Freud is... is it? But then the Oedipus I, I, complex. <laughs> yeah, but it comes to the thing. It's like that's one of the female characters that you're familiar with, so that might come into play with it. I don't think it's like... You know, you know, deep Freud Oedipus, where it's like you, you want to bang your mum or whatever it is. Like that. No, that it's not I don't that. think it's. it's just I think it's just familiar, it's just familiarity. familiarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, yes. Yeah, so like, like I say, I don't find a lot of people unattractive. But the people that I know are unattractive, or I feel are unattractive. But then they've got people that find them attractive. Like even you look at um, you know, Billy Eilish's brother. He's dating someone who looks a lot like Billy Eilish, mm. which mm. tells you, yeah. Sweet home oh, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, no, like, um, yeah, so. Uh, It's also like uh, people who look kind of like you. 
as well. Like you look at Benedict Cumberbatch and his wife. Have you seen the first? No, I'm looking that up right now. Look it up. Oh gosh, it doesn't even say wife. It says wife cancer. Ugh. Images of Benedict Cumberbatch and wife. I mean, they don't look that similar. She's just tall. Hmm. In yeah, no, they're not similar at all. They're just white and both tall. Okay. Like uh, it's like a uh, a unique quality. Hmm. Yeah. But could, could that be like um, inbuilt biology, where it's like you need to find people that belong to you? You know That's what I mean? I belong to you. Yeah. So you know. Um, Kinship. Be, be, before humans were as diverse as they are now, you know, you'd want to be able to tell the difference between a Homo sapien and a Neanderthal. And a homosexual. They could be the same thing, mm. Michael. No, so a Homo sapien and a Neanderthal, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you want to tell the difference because, you know, you're only really compatible with one, but then we have crossbred with, with Neanderthals. If you have European blood and you, you have Neanderthal blood. Um, so, yeah, like, like that, that could be that biological factor there. Apparently family members smell each other worse smell worse to each other sorry because you're growing up and you're accustomed to the smell no it's so you don't have sex with your family members so the biological imperative stop the targaryens (laughs) they also are fictional but people from alabama do exist no like the well that's for a different reason no that's more not religious doctrine, but like it's like um, the way that the conservative household, uber conservative households, can exist in America. Anyway, I'm not going to get into all that. Um, but no, it's uh, you know, your and your family's natural scent and odor and pheromones are meant to be very similar, and because your body goes, oh, that's a similar to me. Pooey, that smells bad. Don't don't procreate with that thing. So that way, if you're in the wild, Westfield shops, and you go. Oh, that smells bad. Don't want to go that. It just happens to be your cousin. Together. That's no, no, no. If some p- family members they were raised in different places and then they meet after like twenty years. That's that the point of it. That's the point of it. Uh, so that if you there's meet been some weird cases I've read. Oh yeah, obviously it's not a hundred percent. And people nowadays we're constantly showering, wearing deodorant, wearing perfume, wearing cologne. Right? It's like the natural scent of a person. Some people like like you see some people like really like mm, other people's natural pine. scent. <laughs> Garbage Cherry <No>. blossom <laughs> Some people like Other people's natural scents Right Some people find it They're 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 musk They're musk They're Elon musk No like like Elon musk <laughs> Like some people do like that Right Um You know But some people like Hate it right mm. And it's because Apparently I'm not too sure If this is confirmed Or if it's just a Theory that's been proposed But it's like To stop you mating with people who don't be- who are too similar to you because the whole point you know what builds really healthy gene pools is diversity right if you have a lot of different characteristics it means that you're more apt to f- survive different situations if you have everything the same if if you and I were were, 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 ne- were very close right say we had very similar characteristics apart from being brown mm. um, and a disease came and swept through and we were 75% of the things that we shared were vulnerable to that disease, our entire gene pool's gone. Yeah. So you want to diversify. You and know, spread it around. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't put all your eggs in one basket when it comes to your genes. You don't really have a say in it, but yeah. Yeah, so um, that's that. I don't know why we got into this conversation, but... Uh, I mean, it's related to perception. children and We're doing, stuff. like, perception, yeah. Um, but yeah, so ghosts. You don't think they're real? Of course. Oh, I forgot about that topic. Yeah, yeah, because that's where the perception came from. 
where people perceive things differently. But yeah, I, I, th- I actually like this secondary conversation. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, like, I think if ghosts are real, we'll see a lot more of them mm. and we'll see animal ghosts. You know mm. how many billions, maybe trillions of creatures have died? So just ghosts of flies and cockroaches and stuff? Yeah! This place will be horrible! There's so many bugs. Ghost bugs. Ghost bugs. You've got ghosts in your blood. Too many blue beetles. Is that a, what's that reference to? Blue Beetle. The we haven't talked. I, I need to know more about Blue Beetle. The movie. The James Gunn movie. It's not. A, it's not. He's not directing it. Um, DC movie. Yeah. So do you, do you want me to discuss Blue Beetle with you, yes, Michael? Please. Do you want me to educate you? Take a seat. Grab your favorite pillow. And you get comfy. That's a phone, Michael. You're too attached to technology. It's a this brick. is a burden on your life. It actually is. Uh, yeah, it's not good for us. Um, okay, so Blue Beetle. Um, originally, it was a. Um, uh, there was a guy called Ted Cord, who was a archaeologist. This is back in the day, so a golden age comics. He was an archaeologist, and he found this blue scarab, and um, I think he used it as in- inspiration to. No, he, he got powers from it, like durability and stuff like that. And he became a superhero and he called himself the Blue Beetle. Um, it then became... Oh, no, sorry, that was a different guy. That was a different guy, sorry. He's, he, all you need to know is he, he's an archaeologist, right? And then... Like Moon Knight? No, Moon Knight's a not good archaeologist. Egyptian-themed. It, it is Egyptian-themed, so... Um, and then this, this ends up in the hands of someone called Ted Cord, who's like um, a... a uh, a businessman he owns a company he does tech stuff and he was inspired by the original Blue Beetle he donned the costume and just did it himself he had no powers mm. he's just a guy who likes doing it and then the actual scarab ended up on this kid called Jaime Reyes and it bonded to him and he became the Blue oh, Beetle it's like Miles Morales and Spider-Man kinda except uh, uh, Jaime, uh, Jaime Reyes he has the blue beetle powers so he's got he's got the actual power so the suit the, the beetle itself is an organism coming from a group of aliens called the reach and what it is it's basically like a, a sentient piece of armor so it'll cover you it'll make weapons out of itself for you and stuff like that it's really cool okay um if you like the best i think one of the best examples of blue beetle is in the injustice games or what well, justice 2 um or the uh, young justice tv show Okay. Because he has an entire plot line in that, and it's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, so he's a young kid, and he's got the, this thing that speaks in his head. It's a bit like a Venom kind of situation where the thing wants to kill a lot of stuff, and he has to tell it not to. I see. And it can sometimes kick, take control of his body in certain ways, and it's kind of bonded into his flesh. Oh, exactly like uh, Moon Knight and Venom. Kind of, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. I th- and I think they're, they're using Jaime Reyes as the Blue Beetle because Sholo's um, playing him, the guy from uh, Karate Kid. Um, the new one Cobra Kai yes I see, I yes, see. Yes, I haven't yes. watched that but. I've watched three seasons of it is it good or four seasons it's pretty good that some of the fight scenes are pretty cool it does get a bit like a bit teen drama-ish but mm. it's, 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 it's nice to watch it's good to it's watch good. it's good to watch um, well speaking of which I was intro- I, I watched Black Swan as I told you yes have you watched Black Swan I have not so it's, it's a good movie mm-hmm. has some questionable things in it you mean lesbians Michael yeah I never knew anything about that Lesbians? No, I mean like <laughs> like that. It was in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was watching a bit of the Wire. Apparently, it's the greatest show. Oh yeah, time. I think we discussed this last time. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'm not that interested into it. Okay. Maybe How many episodes have you watched? Uh, a quarter of one. Okay, that'd be why. 
you need to wait for some stories to set themselves up before you can say you don't like the story. Yeah, yeah. I would say with this kind of thing, give it three episodes. Uh, yeah, I think three episodes is a good threshold. You get you get a feel of the way the story is told, and you can start to pick up. I just got binge again yesterday. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm not paying for it. Nice. I got it. Nice. Oh, was one of your housemates got it something? And Netflix. Yeah. Nice. Now Chris is just supplying it to me. Oh, I need to get Amazon Prime. Yeah. Because um. Legend of Vox Machina season two is out. Oh, is Invincible's it? coming out later this year. Did you see the trailer for Invincible? I saw the trailer. I don't think it's reflective on the show. It's just a promo thing. Yeah, but they've got new animation. Yeah, a little. It feels like it. It looks a lot more fluid. I thought it was Invincible, a, low, a low budget version of the original. No, 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 no. It looks a bit so, low budget. No, no, no. It's okay. The original Invincible animation. Oh, there were some questionable things in the Invincible comics. That they haven't shown in the show yet, but I believe they will. Like what? <sighs> I'll get flagged. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I think I think that they, they're trying to be. No, they deal with the stuff. I mean, if they can do that in the boys. Yeah. So, I mean, but the thing they is, both I feel produced like produced by Seth Rogen too. Yeah, but I feel like this is more. Oh, I like the scene. Yeah. So this is this is a video showing the really good animation versus the really bad animation. So as you can see here. What they've done to save money in this situation is just animating his mouth. His eyes, his eyebrows, his entire face stays the same. Background stays the same. They're just animating his mouth because it's saving them money. It, it means that they can do dialogue. And then here, you've got massive bits of animation. Um, you've got, obviously, this stuff, which is great. You've got 3D animation here with the smoke. Yep. Um, and then I think when he, when he does his big kablooey, yeah, like this kind of stuff. 3D, 3D models, CGI, some insane animation here, right? Insane, like, use of 3D models and stuff. And then and then here we go. So, look, look, okay. Yeah, he was just static. Yeah, static. They didn't animate anything, and it did not animating anything there. They're just moving him up and down like this. Yep, I remember that. Like... Yeah, those moments where it just was not good. That's a, it, it, it shows that the quality that the show is still really highly regarded, regardless of this. Yeah, because the stories were good. And then, so when you look at that, right, and then we go to... I just love watching videos on, like, dissecting Omni-Man as a character. Yeah. So, really cool. when we go to that and we have a look at the animation, like, the way the animation is done here... Um, oh, like, yeah, like the shading... Yeah, but look at the actual movements. Oh, I see. It's a lot more fluid. Like, the way that he's moving there. I feel that there's more shadows. Shadows oh, yeah. than um, uh, the, the, the background. Depth. Yeah. Even though it's static. But look, look at the way he's, like, being animated. Like, I it's see. so... He's more in, in a darker shade. The yeah. No, I see it now. Yeah, so I think they've definitely ramped up the animation. And that's something that they mentioned in the, in the trailer. It's very adult swimmy, that's why. This one? Yeah. Mm, no, I didn't see it. Like, 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 I'm talking about like the movement. They have a high quality background, but they're just animating the character in front of it. Yeah. But like the way that they they've animated the movements on the character, like the micro expressions and stuff like that, this is this is fresh, and I, I, and that's what they addressed in the trailer where they like, yeah. Um, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and he goes, oh, the reason why it's is because we do script writing, we do character modeling, uh, we do our first drafts, voice acting, we do the script, so shading, and that, yeah. They 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 dealt a bit in anime, in that um that little montage yeah the chibi chibi art style oh, taking yeah. inspiration for anime yeah 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 
Um, so yeah, no, I I'm looking forward to this new season. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, same. That's I want to cool. see um, how Omni Man goes from here. Yeah, I I do want to focus more on Invincible for the time being, and have Omni Man sort of come back towards the end because I feel like focusing too much on that will become, pardon me, repetitive. I see, and it becomes like, but that's y- the heart of it. Like you know, like Joel and Ellie, The Last of Us, Omni Man and Mark. That's the heart of the series. Yeah, but it, it it'll turn into like what what happened with Negan in The Walking Dead, where there's just the same conversations backwards and forwards, and backwards and forwards, and backwards mm. and forwards, and it's one step forward, two step backs, and one two step forwards, one step back. Like I feel like that that would that would be what would happen. So so what you're trying to say is that there should be repercussions, and then like leave. Omni Man out of it and for a while. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that yeah. I d- yeah, I feel like we should so like live. How um, Stephen Tony didn't talk about Infinity War. Yes, I feel like yeah, I feel like we we should leave. Yeah, you're right. There should be repercussions, consequences, and we should be able to sit with those consequences. And they don't feel cheap if they destroy. exactly. But if they show a parallel, of what's happening to Omni Man? And they oh interact. yeah, no, 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 no. I I think it'd be cool to continue his story, but make make the story Mark's story, mm. and be like, by the way, Omni Man's over here doing this right now, and then you know, but not have them together for like the time being and then they come for the mid-season finale or later yeah 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 that makes sense cool. um so, so yeah. omni-man goes back to um viltrum interacts with the people there they 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 condemn him for not going through with his plan send another person who comes and visits earth yeah or they send a woman back to earth yes and uh yeah she tries to persuade invincible to come to um to you know support viltrum Mm. And yeah, and it goes wrong, and then I guess then Omni Man finds out, comes back to Earth, kills her or something like that. Okay, guys, you don't need to watch Invincible anymore. I think we got it down pat here. I think we just, we, I think we just solved Invincible. I think you just predicted the entire storyline. You know what can I say? I was Invincible. No, you say what can I say? I was, and then the title card happens because that's how it works in the been. show. Yeah, and it has more like blood on it. Yeah, yeah. Eat, on each one, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, I'm trying to find the. I'm trying to find the the edit. <laughs> so I'm be like, what can I say? I'm. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to Invincibles coming coming up. I'll get Prime Video around September, I think. That way I can. Oh, no, I need to watch it now because I want to watch Legend of Vox Machina. Mm. They're now gonna do the campaign too. Cool. Which is great because that's my favorite campaign of them all so far because they're all very damaged in that campaign and there's a lot of like really interesting story because in that one the backdrop is two nations are at war one it's like this um it's based it's like it's like a german base like the language they use is german um but it's like this um you know it's all like high class society we're all great majors and stuff like that versus a culture that's been existing for a very very long time and it's a potential threat to these guys and so it's a really interesting thing and that's just happening in the background of this weird goblin goblin lady (laughs) and this wizard and all this other stuff it's going to be very good it's going to be very good so they've just announced that I'm not too sure when Mm. that's going to come about but they've got uh, scripts made and stuff like that so they'll be animating that one I imagine they're animating it right now okay cool so yeah that'd be fun to to, to get so um, what else are you watching on binge I've only got it yesterday so I just watched that the last of us episode mm-hmm. um, I don't know maybe planning to I don't know what else is there there's uh, like there's, a, there's Morbius there's Michael a, yeah there's, there's Michael the Morbius again okay great movie that's on Netflix the the, the new one yes I have, 
Okay. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just some HBO show. I may watch Game of Thrones, but I don't know. I'm watch um, uh, I, you might like it. The the Harley Quinn show. Oh, the animated one. Yeah. With G. Carlos Esposito as Lex Luthor. It's very good. Is it? Yeah, and it's like very funny, and it's just like, <laughs> what is it? It's like the, there's a that scene. That man is literally everywhere. Yeah. Now th- there's a scene where Scarecrow, like Harley's, like, "Don't worry, the insurance will take care of it," and like actually she, she destroys like Scarecrow's hideout, and he goes, "No, they won't. I think the insurance companies are the real villains here. <laughs> Don't you agree?" And like, there's like that That's kind of like commentary. The, the clip of the Joker is like the IRS. The IRS. <laughs> yeah, I think it's from that I show. I might be crazy, <laughs> but I know of a mess of the IRS. I think it's from that show. Is it actually? I think so. Is Mark Hamill in that? No, it's not Mark Hamill. It's somebody else. But they oh, do kind of Troy like the Baker. Mark Hamillish voice. Like, yeah. yeah. I love that scene. I was watching that. There's, there's a scene that was... I'm, like, I'll spoil it for you. Like, it's not even a spoiler. Mm. It's they, they uncover Batman. And he's just like... Like, what one of the... Like, Scarecrow goes, we'll, we'll find out who you are, Batman. And he's just like, Bruce Wayne? And like, like, the Joker is like, loses his mind. Not because he's like, finally I've uncovered it. He's like, well, this is no fun anymore. And he goes off and be like, we've been fighting Bruce Wayne this entire time. Like, it, it's really good. It's got, like, interesting meta comedy. And it goes a bit balls to the walls like this. Is it a day in the lifetime episode and the, the stakes just get refreshed every episode? Um, no, it, it is a series. It is serialized. It's, it's basically Harley's trying to get into the Legion of Doom. Okay. Because she, she she's the banded Joker. She's no longer the sidekick. She wants to make a name of herself as a villain. And the way she wants to do that is to get into the Legion of Doom. Okay. So she hires some, like, some other villains who aren't really making it there's like King Poison Shark Ivy and all that yeah well Poison Ivy isn't like she just joins because she wants Harley to succeed um, yeah so Poison I- Ivy Dr. Psycho uh, Catwoman King Shark no not yet I don't think I, don't, I haven't seen it yet and then a guy who just happens to be like an ex-CIA operative who's like part machine but he's just an old man it's, not Cyborg no, no yeah is the original Teen Titans on there <sighs> like Teen Titans like the, the uh, original non-chibi one I do not know I on Netflix. I don't think. I don't think it's on Netflix. Teen no, Titans on, on binge. I'll double check now. I'll have a look now because I love their theme song. Which the Japanese version or the when uh, there's trouble, you know who to call. Teen Titans. Yeah, what a great song. <laughs> Teen Titans. Teen Titans. When the team are under the attack, they arrest because they got your back. Cause when the world needs heroes on patrol, Teen Titans go. Unfortunately, no. There's Teen Titans Go. There's Teen Titans Goes vs. Teen Titans. There's Teen Titans Go see Space Jam. And then Teen Titans Go and Superhero Girls in Mayhem of the Multiverse. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. I haven't seen Teen Titans Go vs. Teen Titans yet, but I've seen Teen Titans Go to the movies. It was actually not too bad. Yeah, did you see that clip about the, the, the Robin getting his own. yeah the movie yeah and yeah no but it's funny because I was the look- car <laughs> you joke you think that's a joke I looked through Netflix the other day looking for DC animated properties because they put up um so you, you remember all the old DC animated movies like um like the ones that that were coming out fairly recently like Justice League Dark Justice League Apocalypse War and stuff like that I think that. so yeah yeah well they've restarted the universe and it's called the Tomorrowverse because the first movie is called Man of Tomorrow and oh so t- there's a future Batman movie there no, not Batman Beyond. This is like oh. they've restarted the universe. Okay. Um, for the hundredth time. 
Yeah, well, it's the animated universe, so it's only the second time, really. Mm. Anyway, they, they released one of the newer movies, which is a Green Lantern movie called Green Lantern Beware My Power. And I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is good. I wonder if they've got the other movies on there because I've missed two of them so far. And I typed in DC Animation. There's an animated show about Batman's vehicles. <laughs> Actually? Yes. Like a, like a car-style kid show. Yes. It's called Bat Wheels. And is it good? I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> That's interesting because like, what I'm saying is, do people go in the vehicles? I don't know. The vehicles have eyes. Yes, but like, yeah. unlike cars, get inside me. Humans <laughs> sit in there. I'm bad car. Get inside me. Yeah, but I mean, we've bad got Carl. We've got that show before. We've got like a Robin. Dead- I mean, technically we got Titans, mm. but that's not Robin specific. It's, it's about Teen Titans specific. Yeah, it's about the Teen Titans. But we've gotten that before we've got anything. But Robin is the leader of the Teen Titans. So yeah. He's, uh, but he becomes Nightwing in the second season, so I don't know mm. if it counts. I'm just going to see if uh, Batwheels, when that came out. Because it feels like such a s- niche thing. Uh, Batwheels. Why is it not showing up now? I, I swear I saw it. I swear I saw it. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna do... Uh, Am I blind? Did I did I did I imagine this? No, because I looked at it for like three minutes trying to figure out if it was real. Bat Wheels was just in that comedy skit. DC animation. I don't. Th- not there was something that was called Bat Wheels. I, I can assure you that it was this thing. It's a kids show. Wait, where's uh? I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. It wasn't. If they've taken it off Netflix no, as of the past two days. No, no, I know, I know that. I know the that. We were no, but this was on the Netflix search results, Michael. That's odd. They must have taken it off. Oh my god, it's here! It's here! See, yeah, it's a show called Bat Wheels. Wait. Oh, this is a compilation. So let's have a look at the... It's 3D well, animation. That is exactly what they showed in the movie. <laughs> what, are you kidding? No, is it like... I no, 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 that's the same character design from the Teen Titans movie. That is so funny. When was it made? I'm not too sure. I'll look it up. Uh, when the Teen Titans movie, when they parodied it, that's the exact same car. Do you reckon they made it because... Out of spite? Was yeah. a fictional character? Oh, the guy from... Uh, that is so funny. The guy from um, Cobra Kai plays the kid. Uh, is there a Lego Batman movie on binge? Nope, but it's, it is on Netflix. Okay, I want to watch one of them or the number two. Is There's only two? one Lego Batman. Then I'll watch that one. The, yeah. I just, the, the Joker and the Batman? Yeah. 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 Um, it came out, it premiered on the 17th of September. Okay. Wait, so why can't I find how? Because people I? like unironically rank that Joker as pretty high because he's a good Joker. Oh no, it, it's on binge. Oh yeah, no, it's that Galifianakis. Oh, it is he? on binge because I looked up DC animation on binge as well. Okay. Because I was trying to find, because obviously binge has a lot of DC stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did you see um that that uh, Suicide Squad kills Justice League type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've seen like the the game was announced a while ago. Kevin Conroy's last Batman. Yeah, it's got six point six on IMDb. Hmm. So Kevin Conroy, I don't know much about him, but he voiced Batman in like everything. Yeah. It's funny because um, I listened to a whole thing about him. Essentially, he's like a classically trained actor. He did theater, 
and then they asked him to be in this show called Batman the Animated Series and he knew nothing about Batman but because he's such a diligent actor he gave it his absolute like best performance he did like character research and stuff like that and because of that he made one of the best Batmans that we know is he in the Arkham series? Yeah, he's okay. Arkham Batman, yeah. Uh, so he's Batman the Animated Series, and he's in the Batman Beyond, and that means he's in, uh, he'll be in Justice League Unlimited as well. Yeah. Um, and then he's in the Arkham series. Oh. I think he's, he's voiced Batman over like 60 individual times. Wow. Yeah. Batwheel. Justice as well? No. Oh. Not in Justice. That's an injustice. I'm gonna murder you. Then I'll be a ghost. Will you though, Michael? Will you? How about we try this out? Like, let's kill, <laughs> let's kill somebody and be like, you have to come back as a ghost, and then we kill this them. This is just exactly what they did in The Walking Dead with the two kids. Which two kids? Um, look at the flowers. Oh yeah, oh but yeah, that's because she believed that the yeah the zombies are real people, and then she killed her sister, yeah. and then Carol went kablamo. Yeah, that was such a creepy scene when I watched it. It's so it was so good. I it's like eerie. it. It is. It is. Um, yeah. No. Okay. So Batwheels is a thing. Okay. Which I think is hilarious. It is quite funny. So wait, I want to see. I want. I, I want to get the still from the uh, the Robin thing. See if it looks like the Batwheels. Um, sorry, I, I. This is great podcasting. Is when we when we when we look at visual mediums. It is. Teen Titans Go, Batman. So reveal. far, Humpty Dumpty is having a terrible winter, which kind of sucks because he had a great fall. I want people to sit in the silence of that. Did you know that ten plus ten and eleven plus eleven are the same? 10 plus 10 equals 20, and 11 plus 11 equals 22. Are you just looking up really bad jokes? No, dad jokes on Instagram. But you're not a dad. Mm. Or am I? Are you a dad? I just realized the word seven has even in it. That's odd. I'm gonna... What are you playing? I can hear that. Oh, that's this. Uh, zero was 20, 23 years ago. <laughs> Wait, no, no. So the reason why it has the same character design is because they're both using the Batmobile model. Oh, I see. But it, it's not the same. It looks the same. Well, no, it's in... They're, they're both modeled after the Batmobile, but they've both got different Batman models. Okay. Um, that's so fun. I like that because using the Batman, the animated series, like, background there. Yeah. Should we go to break? Uh, let's break. go to... <laughs> let's go to break. Let's I just go to play break. copyrighted music. <laughs> yeah, let's let's play some copyrighted music. Um, all right, this is a song by Harry Styles. IPL Radio is a community access radio station and has been inspiring passionate lives since July 2020, broadcasting across Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada and the UK. We're very proud of our family of presenters who come from all walks of life, young and young at heart, with health or mental health issues or disabilities. But we need your help. For just $25 a fortnight, you can help to keep our lights on so we can continue to provide a platform for people to share their story. 
IPL Radio is a registered not-for-profit with DTR status. That means any donations to IPL Radio over $2 are tax-deductible dollar for dollar. Become part of the IPL Radio family. Donate now by visiting www.iplradio.org.au and clicking on the Donate Now button or email us at info at iplradio.org.au What language do we speak, Michael? Ni hao. That's not the response. What <laughs> language do we speak? Hello. We speak fluent England. Mm, mm, mm. The country where we are from. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, we are from England. Where, where, where in England are you from, Michael? What's Worcestershire? Oh, you're such a non-English. <laughs> no. Worcestershire. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of which, I learned a new meatball uh, a recipe. <laughs> I learned a, a meatball new meatball. Recipe. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's basically you get a can of spaghetti. You get you chop Spaghet. up an onion. You get pork mince or whatever mince, mm. and you mix it up. So you're using like tin spaghetti. Yeah. Is this like a is this like a student's meatball? That no 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 no. Because I have to teach it to my client. Because uh, my client's father, because the kid is he's like seven years old. Gotcha. And his dad wants him to cook, so his dad's like just teaching him like a bunch of bachelor recipes. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. So uh, yeah, I mean that's good because the the spaghetti is adding the the flour and binding agent, and then you got a rack. Yeah. And you can add like corn and cheese. Mm. Get some like oregano in there. What's oregano? It's like what, like the like herb. You know what we should talk about, Alex. How was your trip to Chittering? Oh, oh my gosh, my trip to Chittering, my chit to Trippering. Um, yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Um, oh, cool. So Haley and I just celebrated our fifth anniversary, which congratulations, is congratulations. I know it's popping. Um, uh, and we celebrated our one year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it's on, on the verdict on IPO radio. It's special, Michael. It's yes. special. All right, yeah, yeah, so we uh, we decided we wanted to go away for um, a, a weekend. And we, we found this, this cute little uh, uh, cabin that's located on a farm. So this person has rented let, um, this Those other company. Swanson? Yes. Uh, now, they have a very large farm, and they put these like very like small cabins. They're smaller than this room. Um, I'm say like probably half the size of this room. Okay. And they're fully furnished, got kitchens, bathrooms, and with like top end everything, right? And Wait, uh, the whole cabin? Yes. It's just, just smaller than this room? Yeah, it's half the size of this room. Was it expensive? Um, ish. Um, ish. Sorry? Expensive. Like, as in, it, it wasn't like it was like a cheap, like, 100 bucks. It was like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Worth it? Uh, yeah. Okay, that, that's all that matters. It was very hot, but it was worth it. And it's solar-powered and stuff like that, so it cool. makes all its own energy. Um, but yeah, we, was, we stayed on a cow farm, and we went to Bindun Bakehouse. I got myself a chicken and camembert. I never had a chance to try it, Alex. I'm, I'm, so, I'm it sorry. It sold to, out. Uh, I yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And then, and then I had to be stuck with a Guinness pie. It was rubbish. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. I mean, I really enjoyed my pie. Good. It was very good. good. I, I, I ate it. Tell all. me more about how you enjoyed it, Alex. Oh, it was so creamy and the 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 uh, you know the the savory cheese what and the sweet What time did you go and get it? Um, we went in at about ten o'clock. And a weekday. Saturday. 
Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, because we were just down the road from it. Nice. Uh, we did some stargazing because you get to see a really nice shot of the night you sky. Can. I've down been there. there a few times. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and we we went to Bindun Bindun Bakehouse twice. I got myself just a cheese toastie and, and, a, and, a, and a and a nice coffee. That's it was a, a good time. Man of culture. I I think so. I think so. I I, I would have got. I like the milkshakes there. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're good. They're good. Yeah. So I'm going to describe to you a situation which uh, haunted me. So we're staying on a on a farm, right? We're getting back after stargazing. It's about nine o'clock at night. We're driving along, and I've got like a small like Astra, right? It's about the size of your car, mm. right? It's a small little thing, and we're on like a farm, and it's like off roading, so the cars can boom, 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 going up and down, right? Yep. My lights aren't going too far out. And I don't want to put my high beams on because we're winding across the farmland and we're going to be hitting the house so often with my high beams. So out of respect, I didn't want to put my high beams on. I, was, I, I, I could see 10 meters in front of me. That was fine. And then um, we're driving along and like my field of view is not far. Like I could see probably maybe to the other wall and that was really it. I didn't have anything to the side or to the back of me, right? Okay. And we're driving along and Haley goes, oh, there's a cow out there. I'm like, oh, really? It's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's any more cows. I looked to the side of me. There was a cow about a meter from my door, just like standing there. What? Right? And I'm like, ah. And I and then I and then I put on the brakes, and then my headlights hit like a whole herd of cows in front of us, right? And there was like three of them. One of them was sitting down, and two were just looking at me, right? That now in the middle of the night. Right now, cows aren't vicious creatures, but when they're just looking at you, right, and the eyes are just reflecting the light back at you. It's haunting. And so I just, I, I kind of edged closer. And I'm like, okay, I'm in, a, I'm, in, I'm in a car. Maybe they'll move. They did not. And then, oh my God, gosh, I'm going to have to do it. Whipped the car into park, got out of the car. Now, now, now the cows see that I'm a human. The one that's sitting down stands up, doesn't move. And I'm like, oh, geez. And I just kind of go, shoo, get out of here. Get me gone. One of them just like starts to like, Doof. Like his, you could feel the ground like move when he's moving, and then I jump back into the car and I'm just inching forward and I start beep 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 beep, beep and I'm just like kind of nudging them out the way. Like, like I'm not hitting them, but like ten o'clock. I'm getting yeah. This is like like at night, right? And I'm trying to like not beep too loud because people are staying on the farm and the, the farmers themselves. And oh man, it took us like like it took us like a solid two minutes just like just creeping closer and closer, and all the cows just parted for us wow. but it was terrifying it right? would have been terrifying and then, and then I was sending I was sending a snapchat to my mates and I was like oh my gosh we're on this we're on, we're on this farm and these cows are happening and then, you know the meme H- Haley comes up to me while I'm filming she's like we're on a cow farm there's gonna be cows outside <laughs> have you seen that meme Mate, that is just true love right there <laughs> yeah right right yeah. Um, but yeah it was terrifying because the night before um, Haley was just outside because the cabin got really hot on the first day because okay. no one had been in it and it's a black cabin so just trapped the heat when we got there we're like this is oh, too hot just warm. like Bo Burnham's like thing inside yeah yeah, uh, yeah. should have just recreated that <laughs> yeah uh, I, I didn't bring any lights with me unfortunately uh, um, well, how, how was it for food we, we, we did our own food they had a kitchen so we cooked oh of course um, did they have stuff in the fridge which was there already no oh, oh no they had, they had like um, water uh, and stuff no, they had milk, and they had like 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 sugars and stuff like that, like tea oh, cool. and tea and coffee. Um, but yeah, Haley went outside at night time, and then she goes, "Alex, I'm like, what? There's a cow here." I'm like, "Huh?" And I get out. I'm like, "There's no cow." She's like, "Just look over there." And your eyesight isn't great at night time, notoriously. But I just saw this this white blob. These cows are white, which is scary. They're ghost cows, right? And this is the white blob, and I just hear it. Poof, poof, poof. Oh, 
It was cool, though. It was cool. Oh, well, that was a sign to have beef. I've not eaten beef in 23 years, Michael. Actually, no, it's probably, probably close, more, more close to like 19. I think I had a similar experience to you, but during the day, and it involved sheep. <laughs> there were so many of them, and chittering, uh, not chittering, um, Eunosia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just expanse. Eunosia has like the church and stuff there, right? It's like, yeah, because I've, I've been there once. Mm. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, because the chittering has a venue there as well. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really nice. Sounds fun. We had a, we had a good time. Though. Yeah, uh, we we want to do a similar thing like later on in the year when it's cooler, so that way we can nice. relax in the cabin because it was really warm and like you couldn't leave the aircon on for longer than two minutes because it draws so much power. No, t- two hours. Sorry, it draws ever, so much power. Speaking of which, have you ever stayed at the Crown? Yes. How was that like? Like, was it worth? We it? we weren't in like Crown Towers. Because we it's in like Crown- a thousand dollar deposit, but two hundred dollars a night. I think. No, no, we were in Crown Metropole. We were in. Poor man's crown. And was that less than two hundred dollars a night? And I, th- I think it was it was it was a fair bit expensive. Around that, yeah, right? but there was not like a thousand dollars deposit or anything like that. But we got a free up room upgrade because we were, we we were there for an anniversary, and they might have thought we meant wedding anniversary, and they went, oh, if that's the case, you kind of got a really bad view of the car park. We'll upgrade you to a view of the pool that's and everything like that. And you get free breakfast and food we, and stuff with it. No, they but they gave us free chocolate and champagne. That's that's what. That's I thought that's I thought it comes with um you know you get a treatment and stuff. Um, no, you charge it to your room. I think it comes at a discount, but like we we paid for the atrium. Okay. Um, I went to the atrium on Saturday. Atrium's good. It's gone downhill. It's very since overpriced now. Yeah, it's like when, when, 80, eighty-nine or eighty dollars. When we first went, it was great, and then now it's just kind of. It's a novelty though. Mm, first time. Mm, yeah, yeah. They had some really good um katsu chicken there though. Yes. And and, and some yes. sushi is nice, and <sighs> I'm just a fan of like. Yeah, just this prawn crackers and like papadums and stuff mm, like those food. Snacking and then when you eat it with other food and it gets like with the the, the gravy and stuff and it yeah. just melts it and it's just delicious. Mm. One thing I would recommend, uh, if it's still open, but the Miss Maud's Smorgasbord Buffet. Okay, I haven't tried it. So there's a Miss Maud's restaurant in the city. Yeah, I don't, I don't, again, I don't know if it's still there, but I've been there a couple of times and we, we did the small Smorgasbord. They've got like prawns and like yabbies and stuff like that. And they have like a lot of like Swedish dishes and stuff like that. Because I've been, I remember I applied for a job over there before. Oh wow! A long, long time ago, I had to go go train. The I didn't per- get it. The person who was uh, on Catering the show. platters? No, no, no. As in, this is a buffet that they do. Oh, so no, that might have been a different store then. Because yeah, to- no. Um, uh, the person who was the co-host before you worked at Miss Maud's, funnily enough. Oh, cool. Nah. Um, <sighs> Miss Maud's buffet. It's it's so good. It is so good. How much is it? Um, it was expensive. Okay. So Miss Maud One Sixty Central, I think that's that's the one there. So that's that's like the restaurant. Okay. I'm just gonna see if it is. Uh, and yeah, it's it, it so it's got a buffet and you get like a very, a nice uh, a European nice selection of restaurant. Thing. That's what comes up. Yeah, because it's because it's technically European. Hmm. But it's associated with Miss Maud's. No, no, it's, it's Miss Maud. Oh, our restaurant is temporarily closed until further notice. Ah, oh, boo. <sighs> boo. Has been closed for nine months, reopened in late 2020. There have been many challenges, difficult, temporary closed restaurant. Boo. Uh, that's fair, that's fair. It's been a tough time for our uh, business owners and uh, they're like, well, boo. But not for Big Farmer. Not for Big big Miss Maud. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else is going on with that. Mummy Maud. 
That's what you were going, Alex. No, no, it was not. That's exactly. Do not you put, were subconsciously. Do not put words that. in my mouth, Michael. Mrs. Mort's Smorgasbord Restaurant. Yes, thirty-three dollars buffet. It's good stuff. People say this place is known for music, excellent service, great value, manager, breakfast. <laughs> what, what is that manager doing, huh? Oh, one thirty for two people. That's oh okay yeah. Okay, let's let's read a review. Okay, hit us with the reviews. <laughs> By Nava Krishnan, aka Nava K. And one ninety reviews and one thousand one hundred and twenty two followers. She gave it a three plus for dining. Okay. And this is her comment. <clears throat> After walking <laughs> up and down Murray Street for two hours, I returned to Miss Maud Hotel and and at about seven thirty PM into Miss Maud restaurant, two doors away. And she's really setting the scene. She really is. She, she's painting a picture. <laughs> and at the corner of the street, almost three-fourths full with customers, upon entering, the pleasant manager checked through my reservation. I then sat at the nearest empty table and had a glimpse of the ambience as well as the array oh. of dishes. Oh. Feeling a little uncomfortable with picturing the lightly dimmed homely dining area without interrupting the diners, I asked for permission and the manager smiling re- replied, please, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just keep going. And then everybody that stood up and clapped. And she, that, and she attached a few photos. Okay. Okay. So this is another review. Can we just keep reading reviews? Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> like it. Well, if it... If it I want to read some of her other reviews or their other okay, reviews. Okay, let, let's, let's have a look. They she sound did like one ninety of them. They sound like an artisan with words. Okay, okay, let's see. This is okay. Oh, she gave a two star yeah. to this place called. Wait, R- how many stars is it out of five? Uh, I assume so. Which is weird because the way she described Miss Maud sounds like it's wonderful. She's like three stars. Maybe she's a very nice critic. She, yeah, she's like. Okay, yeah. so she gave this place called Restaurant Waikai in Kuralumpa a two star. So, this is her first sentence. Restaurant Wayne Kai? Where? <laughs> Very easy. If you're standing in front of Scott Garden, brackets, Restaurant Miki and Wong Kok Cha Chan Tang, close brackets, Wayne Kai is on the right hand side. Just within a distance of less than five minutes walking and the first few amongst the row of the rundown shop lots. My reason why I ended up in Wayne Kai? Life, my life, what a life. <laughs> Running errands, endless, full stop, constantly full stop, from one end to the other. And on this particular day, another important matter in the Scott Garden <laughs> and the recommendation of the person I had to met. Not meet, met. met. She's civilized. Accompanied, what? accompanied by my other half half as well she wrote half 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 hyphen half as well we walking into restaurant Waikai by 11.30am restaurant she emphasizes again restaurant Waikai full stop <laughs> <laughs> seemingly quite prominent food figure which had already made its mark amongst nearby and maybe even far away customers Read full post on navak.com. So she has oh, oh, she she's has promoting. A this site can't be rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? Maybe that, that was. She just gives us a snippet of her. Yeah, reviews. she's like, here's a little taste. She's a true, true connoisseur. I'll keep going. Oh, there's this place called Big Baba in, in Kuala Lumpur. Three stars. 
Again, she starts off with Big Baba exclamation mark. Who is Big Baba? <laughs> I know Did she have like an opening line? I think it's yeah. like a, a trademark phrase. Miss like, Mort to the verdict. This, yeah, uh, she's like Miss Mort. You can miss her if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Big Baba is a person or just a name coining, but rest assured, Big Baba is where you tuck it into a noy a noyona meal. Any particular reason why we dined at Big Baba? Look, she, she's giving yeah. her internal reflection as well. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really conclusively. <laughs> Just that after running or walking some errands within the vicinity of Old Clang Road, hunger bells rang for lunch. <laughs> why then specifically Big Baba amongst the rest of the restaurants which popped up online or on my search? Question mark. Let's just say that, due to me being a big fan of Nyona food, and also since I already crowned myself as a big-time or small-time Nyona home chef, I wanted to personally find out if Big Baba will outrightly be a Nyona food pride. Man, she teases us, and then she links <sighs> to the full post. Yeah, I want to know why she, <laughs> why she gives the three. Gosh, she... I bet... I bet. She, she sees a restaurant and she goes, my followers are going to love this. <laughs> she gave a five star to the next <gasps> one. Oh, okay. All of them have been okay, right? Now, his, his was a five star. So, it? this is called Lankan Cafe in Burkgrenzin, Selangor. Se, I don't know what that is. And as usual, as per tradition, she starts off with, Lankan Cafe! Exclamation mark. <laughs> was Lankan Cafe like a stumbled upon by chance food discovery? Nope. <laughs> I am in fact had already prior read for me personally. I am more inclined in finding out about the eateries from Google Maps. Yep, Google Maps, where foodies actually share honest and sincere reviews. <laughs> Unlike on blogs and online media. Look, I'm not saying that all blogs and online media are full of crap. <laughs> I myself am a blogger, by the way. <laughs> but potentially, what can you... What can you expect when you eat for free or you are paid to write and video share on social media as well? You tell me, and even if I am proven wrong, I will stick to my guns and trusting reviews on Google Maps, which by far carries more weight mostly after reading the favorite reviews on Lunkin Cafe. I decided Lunkin Cafe must be food tested out. After all, yours truly, <laughs> she quite knows it. <laughs> Look at this. Sri Lanka and Sri Lankan cuisine already much explored, uh, Colombo and Nigambo, and to a certain extent, I am a quite a Sri Lankan home chef in my kitchen too. How did my other half-half react when I suggested Lankan Cafe? He had no qualms whatsoever. Basically, no objection. Why should he anyway? <laughs> Why should another man have a voluntary thought? <laughs> <laughs> Comparatively, Sri Lankan food is all things spicy, nice like Indian food, and of course we must look up down <laughs> look up and down to coconut milk or even fresh coconut when we speak about Sri Lankan cuisine as a, as a whole, without a doubt. I don't know if that was a question. She ended it with a question mark and then she said without a doubt as it was like a triumphant statement. Gotcha, yeah. Oh, that should be a segment on our show. Reading Zomato reviews of restaurants. <laughs> What's a restaurant which you like to which you like to know about? Ooh, ooh. We'll end our show on just a. Uh, let's have a look here. Yeah, let's let's look. We'll do a section called uh, the verdict on the verdicts. Um, the verdict on the verdicts. We read other people's verdicts and give yes. our verdict on it. Um, what's what's a restaurant that I um, uh, do Kohenor? So K double O H. Okay. Um, K K O O H I I. 
N O O R. This is actually actually up the road from you now. Corona Indian? Yes. It's uh, point nine stars. It's how much? Three point nine stars. It is located on Hepburn Avenue. Ooh. So it's up a the good review or a bad review? Let's go for a good and then a bad because we've got we've got about um, eight minutes left. So. Okay, this is from Nick and Billy. One review, five followers, five star. She said, "This is our favorite Indian restaurant. I've been going to this place for almost ten years and found the quality of food consistent and never disappointed. The staff are very friendly and polite." Aww. Yeah, they're and it's now, very nice. Natalie gave two stars. Oh, no, no. Went in for the dinner buffet and was disappointed after hearing good reviews about this restaurant. The food was average and there were flies all over the dessert. Service and friendliness were great. However, won't be back again. Oh, okay. That sounds like an. These op- reviews don't have the artistic quality yeah. of the previous yeah, ones. Yeah, they they're don't. They're straight to the point. They don't. They, 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 don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't inspire. They don't give me the internal monologue of what she was thinking. She I don't know what it's like to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, any other restaurants you'd like? Th- those are the only two reviews, um, actually. Oh, view all reviews. Are there any more? There should be. It's been around for you a while. You know what? I think I should download the Zomato app for the segment of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's a good restaurant that I like to frequent? Should I just try, like, KFC or McDonald's or something? Uh, I do Varsity Junior Lop. Oh that's, yeah, that's that's, yeah, a, that's a place I, mean, I like yeah. to go to a lot. And uh, one of my uh, one of my work uh, friends, Fiona, who I mentioned on the show before, she she values herself like a, as as a food critic critic, mm-hmm. and she's been going to the Varsity nonstop. She loves that place. Good on her. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there once. Because uh, Varsity Barn or Jun- not Northbridge. Yeah, I'll go to the Junlop one because I like. I know a lot. I've been getting Varsity Junalup ads on my YouTube. Well, I'll be getting them, which soon is weird because I'm like, I'm like watching. I'm like, hey, that guy served me. Who's that guy and stuff like that? Uh, it, it, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, you can buy like a, a liter of like milkshake. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. I've drank it and then the whole thing by yourself. Well, no, no, no. But then I immediately did a poop. Okay, okay, okay. This this guy's Ricky. Ricky, five star. Lively American-style bar and restaurant. The burgers that we had, Texan, Texan and McFly were delicious. The McFly especially was really special. Great combination of double cheeseburger onion rings in the burger. Also loved the small pickle and yummy-looking buns. Iconic. Can't wait to come back here and try the buffalo wings too. Nice. Oh, another five-star review. By Andy. Nice big restaurant with an American-style dinner theme. Ordered the deluxe double with bacon and, and a Coke. Came to 26 total. Burger was excellent. Large portion of chips, which I couldn't finish. Will definitely return. Mm. Any 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 bad reviews? Um, 10 rated. 3.6 average. Oh, okay, here's a negative one by Taylor. A negative one? Oh, is it? She gave them the, the down thumbs. I thought you said... She gave it three star, but a negative review. I thought you were going to say a negative one as in... Oh, no. It's no. not even worth one star. It's a negative one star. <laughs> no, 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 no. So she gave it a three star, but she gave it a negative review. Huh. It says negative, but... Interesting. She said, ask for no pickles. Server clarified the order. Received a burger with pickles. Enough said. <laughs> Straight to the point. No, she... Um, one of the burger of the month pickles was called the... The McPickle Burger, and it was just full of pi- like, it was so tasty because like okay. I, that's what got me into pickles, right? It had like a pickle flavored sauce, and it came with like uh, McClure's pickles in there, mm. and it was a chicken burger. She probably got that. Yeah. Well, yeah. on that note, Alex, do we have any final thoughts? Final thoughts. I've not had an original thought in my life. Because so. you're a man. Yep. <laughs> As you know, I want to save that so we can look up her reviews again. Do it. Do uh, it. What her name? What was her name? Miss Maud. 
See, I that wasn't her name. No, no, no. I mean, like she, the she reviewed on that one. Yeah. Um, we'll see if we can find our website and we can have a look at our reviews. Uh, I mean, what what are the odds? We found such an excellent gold mine of reviewer. content. Yeah, true, true. Let me just send it to you, so then we both remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, any final thoughts? I think we had a great discussion today. I, I think, think especially a discussion around childhood and what it means to be a parent and the choices we have in regards to marriage and stuff like that. I think that was a really great conversation. Cool. Is there anything you want to add or cap off? Um, no. Uh, pursue your dreams and uh, live life at your own pace. Wonderful. Um, um, uh, I'm trying to think of something inspirational. Uh, ghosts aren't real. Um, and water is not wet. <laughs> That's it. I just said your comment for you. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> ghosts aren't real and water is not wet. We'll see you next time. This is The Verdict. Goodbye, question mark. Always leave it on a cliffhanger. The best music from the 60s to today. IPL Radio.